podcast charge. Hello everyone, and welcome to Translation One. I'm Mae. And I'm Andre. And this week, what? I am a Saru. Copatrimon Strikes. Oh, there are Monsters among us. I thought that you would leave that with Frontier. Nah, it's still here. It's still here? Yeah. Oh no. I Darkness. Or Masus's inner strength. We have to finish doing the podcast now. <laughs> we have to begin doing the podcast now. No, we finished the podcast. This is the last of episode 113, three minutes long. Oh, you mean yeah. end of the show? Well, that's it for Lost in Translation. Well, anyway, okay. So this is our first of our like savers coverage, and it's now back to regular episodes after what feels like it's been quite a while since we had our regular format. What, two episodes? I know, but it feels like so much longer than that. I mean, I guess also our Final Frontier episode was also, we covered the episode as one episode instead of just two episodes. Well, Frontier felt like it took ten years, so... Yeah, that, that too. For Digi News this week, first up, there are more photos for the Digimon Adventure Try stage play. So there's Digimon puppets and they're pretty exciting. And we also know that a new version of Amdemon will be in the Try stage play. It just occurred to me that Amdemon's in it as well. Yeah, I showed you the picture of it. I know, but that it didn't hit me that he's in Try. Well, he's in the stage play. He's probably in Try. <laughs> we don't know. But we do, what we do know is that Venom Vamdemon Undead will be in the stage play. And we have some art of him and he's like, he just looks like Venom Vamdemon, but he looks like there are bits of him that look slightly undead. It's kind of cool. And he's not a centaur. Didn't Venom Vandemon have four legs? That was Belial Vandemon. He doesn't look like Venom Vandemon. He looks like Belial Vandemon. No, he doesn't look like Venom Vandemon. Wait. Venom Vandemon was in Adventure. Belial Vandemon, who is Mellow Myotismon in the dub, was in Zero Two. Oh, maybe. Okay. Did he have a crotch vampire, this undead one? Yeah, yeah, he did. Woo! Crotch vampire! That, that's Venom Vandemon. Never, never go away. So, another bit of news is that the San Diego Comic Con exclusive Domez Digimon box is available <laughs> at ThinkGeek and at GameStop in America. And GameStop actually ship internationally. So, we have a box. It's not as cool and valuable as those magic cards. Yeah, it's, it's, those those magic cards are Which pretty cool. I feel like, do they give them away for free? Or no, it, I think you have to, for the San Diego, Diego Comic Con, cheap? you have to buy them. Like, they are there. How much are they there, do you think? Well, the magic cards, I don't know, probably not that much. Oh, God, it's painful. Well, the box is probably, like, probably 50, I'd say, maybe less. Jesus Christ. Maybe we'll go on, yeah. But anyway, so these no are the... Interest. So these are the Domes. Which is the little Digimon ones, but they're, they're special exclusive ones. And you can get the whole collection and they kind of like got this metallic-y paint on them. Oh, great. I don't know what that means. So this box you can get from GameStop for 30 US dollars. Wait, so what is it again? It's a box of the do- Domez. I have a little What's Palmon. a Domez? Okay, you know the Palmon that our listener and friend Carl sent us? In the tube? Yes. Okay. So they have all eight of those, but they kind of got this like shine. They're, they're shinier looking because they're exclusive uh-huh. versions. So anyway... 
So GameStop was selling them for 30 US dollars and they ship internationally, but at least to Australia, international shipping was 30 US dollars. So we have a box. So it's 60. Yes, 60. So but, it's about 100 Australian. Uh, 70 or 80, I can't remember. Oh, can't be, more like 80. Yeah, but the thing is like that they're also scalpelers selling it on eBay for 100. Scalpelers. Scalpelers. Yeah. That's what they're called. For about 100 US dollars. So oh boy. I think in uh, the grand scheme of things, it's not that much. And I kind of wanted it and I wanted something special and now I have something special. And the last bit of Digi News is that you can now buy Talmon gloves, and I think they're really cool. You told me they were stupid. Yeah, you said, I said, what do you think of these? And you said they're stupid. Like, yeah, no, they're you stupid. said, look them. at the stupidest thing they're making. And I said, yeah, they are. Oh, I no, agreed okay. with you. I call a lot of things stupid, but it means that I still like them. I still think they're cool. I like them, but they're stupid, but I like them. Also, because there was only one in the image, it makes me think that they sell them individually. I'll be really upset if they sell them individually. <laughs> Did you buy what you thought was a set and only one shows up? Well, no. Please don't buy it. Th- th- there is a picture of a woman holding holding two on her hands but there was also a f- I'm not actually sure if they sold them individually please tell me pairs. you didn't buy it they haven't been up for pre-order yet please tell me you're not going to I don't know I didn't know about you, the Patamon either what are you gonna do like at least the Patamon can be on your head and it's like okay it's a hat these things are not useful as gloves you're right they have three little claw things yeah you're right I don't know but they're very cute I they're cosplay it. pieces it's that's cute, all though. it is for lost news lately, Mon, first of all, of course, no obnoxious synopsis this week, but episode 114 will have obnoxious synopsis. And if you want to know Jay's overall predictions for this episode, you can listen to that in our End of Frontier summary episode, episode 111, where we sort of went over our predictions for savers. The next bit of lost news lately, Mon, is that Odaiba Day, or August 1st ep- special episode, has been out for a bit for Patreon supporters. And we're going to be releasing the edited version on August 1st, Australian time, for everyone. So that'll be, I want to say like 7 in the morning I'll release that Australian time. I'm not sure. And I also plan on streaming next door to August 1st at 7pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. So if you can tune in, please do. It'll just be me because I don't think I can get Jay to want to stream that game again. Also, I'm really bad at that game. What day What, what day is August 1st? It's a Tuesday. Why would I even be around you on a Tuesday? I don't like, I mean, you could come over if you wanted to. I'm not coming over just for you to stream. It's not even like you're streaming and you're like, hey, Jake, I'm over. I'm like, ah, oh, no. It's literally, hey, would you like to make a 20 minute drive to watch me play a video game? No, you're streaming it. I can do that online. Oh, yeah, you can, you can just watch online and join in the chat. Um, probably. Uh, actually, I might do that. Yeah. I might do that. So on t- our Twitter, we've also been doing some Digimon fandom shout outs to p- cool people in the Digimon fandom on our Twitter. And I <clears> believe if I have time. Every post is shout out back to us. Yeah, shout out. Lost in translation. <laughs> yeah. Oh Those man, cool that's my kids. favorite podcast. Yeah. So what we've been just dep- um, shouting out to a bunch of people that I follow on Twitter who are pretty cool, do some art or contribute some way to the fandom and I think I'm going to compile them if I have time on August 1st if I have time but I'm very bad at having time so that's it for Digi News and Lost News News Lightly Mon yay so we open with small glimpses of an Agumon as if the show assumes that no one knows what it is mm. surprise you've never seen an Agumon before also in- interestingly enough it doesn't start with an intro like an intro song always they do cold opens and stuff didn't Atmon do that in Atmon yes but no other Digimon season like Adventure Zero Two Tamers Frontier they all had their opening as the first thing that you see that could maybe, be a sign of maybe the times. If, if, yeah so this one actually follows the standard of anime that happened in the 2000 in 2005 where anime started decide they wanted their intro 10 minutes into the show <laughs> Um, and so there's a government agency and they're like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna get that, we're gonna get that thing, Digimon. 
and uh it's so much like tamers this, this this part it reminds me so much of the first episode of tamers yeah when they're doing the exact same thing they're tracing a digimon and they don't give it a name they don't call it this digimon they have a code name for it and they're tracing it and there are two girls on the computer and they're give mm. they're given instructions by this older dude and this older anime and, dad. and they're stalking the the digimon and it's it, but despite in the tamers they were it was through a digital world sort of environment here it's it's the real world but it just sort of the star reminded me a lot to tamers in that way that they were following the Digimon if, if you get what I'm saying. So this is the DATS, a, an acronym that we will discuss later. It's DATS. It's the DATS. Dadass. Uh, and. <laughs> Uh, they say that only Digimon can keep Digimon under control. An interesting thing for them to say, considering that they are a human organization and they're attempting to keep Digimon under control. Yeah. And in fact, many of them have partners, we learn later, and they're keeping them under control. So let's just, pre- I, I think what they're trying to say is only Digimon can fight other Digimon, but that's not what they say. Mm. Uh, we cut to Yoshi, whose full name I don't remember. Yoshino. Yoshino, but it's Yoshi. because Well, the thing is, I, I, I saw, look, this is the first time I've ever watched the dub of Savers, so I've never watched Digimon Data Squad before. Okay. So I always thought that her name was just Yoshi in the dub, but they call her Yoshino quite a few times yeah. in the first episode. Yoshi is clearly a nickname. So it's almost like an adventure how Taichi was still Taichi, but he was his nickname was Tai, and same with TK. He was still Takadu. That was Izzy. No, Izzy, Izzy came from Izumi. It was it was Koshiro Izumi. Yeah, but that's his surname. Yes, but it was still Koshiro, and then in quotation marks, it's Izzy pushing Izumi. It. It's pushing it. Yeah, but the thing is, they, they still had their full names they as being canon the names. They took out of Joe. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, Yoshi is going around and her, I thought the Digivice was talking, a la like Ophanimon mm. in Frontier, but it turns out later that it's her Digimon, Lilymon? Lalamon. Lalamon. God, that's lame. Lame, lame, lame mon. Uh, it, it's t- talking and has a terrible voice and I'm sure I will get sick of it very quickly because this is a Digimon with no personality whatsoever. See, let's just talk about um, the Digivice for a second because I really like the fact it that It looks can... terrible! I like how they can bring it around because it reminds me of how in Atmon when you have the app code band and you can have them living in that app code band, the app code, not uh, the the, the Atmon ship band. You can take any code. Digivice around. What does that have to do with no, anything? No, no, you can take the Digimon around. Oh, we'll discuss the function of it later. I'm talking about the form of it. It is an ugly machine. You know what would have made a lot of sense? And I think it's what they were kind of going for, right? Mm-hmm. In the way you have to hold it up naturally, you get the sense of a police badge. That is the point of this machine. It would make so much more sense as an evolution for the Digivice, especially going into the mid-2000s, make it like a flip phone. Mm. Make it flip open. It's a police badge. They do that. Yeah. And that would be kind of cool. It would make it unique. This thing looks awful. It looks like a terrible electric razor. In fact, that's what the top of it, uh, the way it like bends a little bit for no yeah. reason, because that part is the bottom of it for some reason. But it looks like you could use it as a crap electric razor or something else is going on there. It looks bad. It is a bad device with a weird, terrible camera in the middle of it. Yeah, but um, that's how you get the Digimon out. Oh, it's so stupid. It um, works that way in the toy. It's really cool. Why would there be a camera that project, projects Digimon? They don't need to come out of a camera. Anyway, so Yoshi runs into this plaza and I thought they were a bunch of injured salarymen. 
They're not. We find out later that they are students. It he, doesn't matter. I, I, also, I also thought that was salarymen, so I thought, that's fair. I'm like, are these drunk salarymen? Is that the twist? No one got injured? They, they were, were just, just drunk, passed out. Yeah, because they're salarymen. And at this point, what is very interesting to me is they go, we're, we're chasing Raptor 1. And you cut to Algumon who's facing down Master Ruin. We'll get to that. But they go, Raptor 1. And I go, okay, it's a little dinosaur looking thing. They don't know what it is. Maybe they assign names to Digimon they don't know. Or, no, not some of that. Not that they don't know. It makes no sense generally for them to name a Digimon something Mon. That's yes. nomenclature from the digital world. Yeah, and so I, know I, also, I also get that impression. And even though we do see Digimon they don't give codenames to, like Cockatrimon, I think maybe it's to signify that Cockatrimon is a common Digimon that just shows up sometime. Agumon has never shown up before. They don't know what he is because... And you get the you get the same sort of feeling in Pokemon where your starter Pokemon are unique and they're very rare. You can't catch them. So it's the same thing that your partner Digimon are very unique and there's that you won't see any any other Digimon of that. So they've never seen an Ogumon before, so they say, well, we don't have Izzy's computer that just tells tells you magical things that you don't know. So they call it Raptor 1. But for Digimon like Cockatrimon, they just say, well, we don't know his name. Well, I mean, they know their name because it's, they've seen him before. So they don't give him, like, Big Bird 1 or whatever. That's That was in my notes, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I think legitimately, I think I called him Big Bird 1. Um, He's Ugly Bird. Wh- please, where is it? Raptor 1. I, I want to confirm that it's exact because uh, I call the whole twist of the thing. Maybe I call it in the second one. Oh, I I have it written down somewhere, but I'm not going to read through every part yeah, well, of my notes. Yeah, well, shows up in this episode anyway. Wait, is it the first episode? Yeah. It, it, well, it's in the title. Flymon is in the second episode. No, literally, there it is. Why do they Why do they call it Cockatrimon and not like Big Bird 1? That's literally the line. Um, and honestly, I think they should have. I think that they would have gotten across the idea mm. that... This this is world building, right? Mm. If it's a new Digimon, you call it a thing until you come up with a name. No, no, I, I, but the I fact that agree, they just yeah. knew this thing doesn't tell you much. And then the next one, they name it whatever the B is. They yeah, don't come the Flymon. Up. They don't they don't give that okay. one a nickname either. So I, 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 I do I do see a point. I do agree with you that that would be a good thing of world building to have them be whatever describes them, and then one or two or whatever. Maybe there's a group. There's one, two, and three. Maybe that's why they have that number yeah. at the end. But I still feel like it's because they've seen a Cockatrimon before. Maybe, and, and but the the most annoying backwards thing is that Masaru tells them it's called Argumon like four times, and they keep going. All right, come here, Raptor One. Also, it could be because they call their prisoners that they give them a code name for their prisoners. Like it's it's not a prisoner. It was he was he was living at the institute. They were keeping him. Trapped then why there. wouldn't they know what it's called? Maybe they were just calling him Raptor One. Maybe we're wrong in saying that that's because they don't know the name. I actually got the impression that the reason they'd give it a code name and not know it's called Argumon because it knows its name is. Argumon, so of course it would have told them at some stage, and they never call it Argumon ever. Like they refuse until like right at the end, no, until next episode to call it anything but Raptor One. Well, and because they says the Institute, and when they when Dats gets him, they want to send him somewhere in the digital world as though they weren't really keeping him. Well, maybe it's like a Prisoner 24601 thing. No, I no, I know what you mean. Your but... time is up and your parole's begun. Mate, I mate, Sorry, I'm I, can't, to... I can't. I can't not sing I said, song. I know what you mean, but I actually kind of feel like the Institute is not Dats. Maybe, well, we I mean, don't know yet. I, I mean, when I was watching, I thought it was, but then, like, the more I think about it, the less that makes sense, because if he was captured, why would they send him to the digital world? Mm. Is Dats in the digital world at some point? It's confusing. Anyway... So, we get to the best part of the whole show, which I, I think will never get better any better than this, which is just Daimon standing... I'm going to call him Daimon forever, by the way. That's his name, because it's Damon in English. 
that one's standing opposite Agumon. And he's like, yo, you're on my turf. I'm an ultimate fighter. And this is, this is, you know, this is bull. Get out or I'm going to fight you. And Agumon's like, I'll fight you so hard. Yoshi's like, I need to arrest that guy. And, can and you, also... Can you... And he's like, no, no, I'm fighting here. I'm busy. And Yoshino also says they're arguing. Like, she's she's confused about the situation. In the dub, she's saying, Raptor 1 can talk? I mean, Digimon can talk. I don't know why she'd be confused yeah, so by it's, this. It's, she it's, has one. It's a weird dub edition that they had. So then Lalamon says, oh, he looks like he's taking up the battle offer. And Masaru said, hey, quit it with your ugly mug. And Agumon replies, I was born this way. <laughs> and he's so proud. And in the dub, Masaru, uh, Marcus, which is his dub name, says, keep it up and I'll knock you out like I did these guys. Which, by the way... The- oh my god, I didn't even notice! So the big, funny, like, entertaining reveal in this episode is at the end, and it's him saying, oh, um, that wasn't Agumon who knocked out all those guys, that was me. Oh my god, Yoshi already heard him yeah. say it! So Agumon then says in reply, what did you do? Just talk them until they asleep? They fell asleep? And yeah, I just felt like this part can't almost mm. remove like the funny moment of, yeah, that was me. No, it does remove it, because mm. if you're paying any kind of attention, which apparently I wasn't. <laughs> wow, it just totally ruins that whole bit. <laughs> Because the only reason, the only impression you ever get that Agumon's a threat is because of that. Mm. It's the only reason. Like you think, well, we don't, I know he seems nice, but from our point of view, maybe he did knock out all those kids. So, you know, so Master was like, oh, this is a big, it's a battle for honor. Like, leave us alone, girl. It's the fight between men. And they just dive at each other and they do like the double, like, cross counter yeah. punch. Oh, uh, just before he that. just the hell out of his Digimon. So, bef- um, so when Mas- Masaru is introducing himself to Agumon, he's yelling really loudly, I'm Masaru and I'm the ultimate street fighter. In the dub, he's saying that this is his training ground. And one day he will become the ultimate street fighter. So it's this weird sort of thing that in the original he's saying, I am number one. And in the dub he's saying, I'm training to become number one. Oh, I also should mention a couple things. First mm-hmm. of all, I don't remember if they just said this in Japanese. I just noticed in English. They, the police are saying, oh, there's a gas leak. Everyone stay away. Yeah, you know, because they, they put in the dialogue in the dub. It's it, In the original it was just silent. Yeah, so they're, they're actually outright lying to people about what's going on. Yeah. Not just, it's dangerous. It's, oh, there's something else entirely. Woo, no, hand waving. I like that because it's like saying well we, they've got to tell them something and what what else are they going to tell them and it doesn't make a lot of sense later when she's like when yoshi's revealing more information than masaru possibly needs yeah if things are secret they're not treating it like it's a secret um and more importantly my favorite one of this that makes no sense at all is do you remember how many victims that supposedly agumon but it was actually masaru beat up i think at the end of the episode they say 13 students correct in english it's 15 whoa they add two and i don't know why yeah, I mean, like, maybe because 15 is a rounder number. Like, it's... I mean, they're both odd. Yeah, they are both odd. But I'm just saying, you know, 15 is half of 30. It's, like, more like... Because it's, it's by fives. If you're counting by five, it's, it's it's easier. It's rounder than 13. I have a better quiz question for you, though. What? Nice little piece of trivia. How many did they animate? I think I counted nine. It is nine. I can't believe you got that. I paid a lot of attention. <laughs> I... I, I... I went back to count because I'm like, well, maybe they were actually 15 and they were correcting themselves because like, it didn't match up. Jay, yeah. I take my Digimon very seriously. I can't believe you counted. I take my Digimon very seriously. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Well, you uh, should probably get some therapy. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I can justify why I looked back. I just- you still haven't. 
Um, I'm just. So they have a big fight. Yeah. And <laughs> I love that he just fully punches Agumon right in the face. And then and then Agumon kicks him in the balls. And then he like knees Agumon in the chin, and it's just a big fight. And um, so I on on social media I made this comparison shot of all the different main characters meeting their Digimon partners from Adventure Zero Two Tamers and now Savers, and they have this. And Jay also schooled me on Digimon. Jay said that. <laughs> Tai Chi meeting Koromon in episode one of Adventure isn't really his first meeting, but I say it is because the one in the prequel wasn't necessarily the same. Unless we one. take Atmon's word for it, and their personalities seem different between when they are destined to be with you and when they're not, and it could have been the same one. Yeah, so... So in, in this comparison picture, I had uh, Koromon sitting on Taichi and Taichi sort of like looking at him. And then there's Vimon and Daisuke and they're shaking hands. And then there's Takato and Gilmon and Gilmon's being adorable and nuzzling him because that's what Gilmon does. And then there's Ogamon in Sabres kneeing Masaru in the balls. Um, Ouch. Kicking him. He doesn't really have knees. Good point. You're right. Greymon so, has knees. Uh, I love how the guys at Dats are like... They're just like flabbergasted that this is even happening. Mm. They cannot believe like how Masaru is is the coolest and strongest of all the dudes. Um, and then yeah, we we cut to okay, so the lighting changes and it went from what is clearly midday yeah. to like dusk. Yeah, so it does the anime thing or just it's commonly done in media where to show the time has changed, you go from it being really bright and midday to oh, it's pitch black now and the street well, lights it's not are pitch on. black. It was dusk. Like, it was sun was kind of setting because yeah. it was orange. Now, what's important about this is, A, it kind of means that they were fighting for, like, an hour at least. Yes. More importantly, it means that Yoshi was just standing there for an hour. Yes, but more importantly, well, maybe no, 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 not no, that's, much. that's as the timing no, goes. No, but, but, I, 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 but we skip something. So when uh, um, Yoshino is trying to interrupt them and saying, hey, you shouldn't fight him, in the original, Masaru is saying, hey, look, this is a fight between men. And Ogamon says, yeah, you're right. This is a fight between men. In the dub, it's the same line except for some reason marcus says hey toots <laughs> and i don't like oh, they give him this, they give him like this attempted new york <laughs> kind of like gangster accent no, that's what that's what you gotta be He's like oh toots yeah, oi. someone dissing your fly girl <laughs> you gotta give him one of these <laughs> so yeah we cut to whatever that is hour later and they have punched each other so sorry let me just say this this is a theme in digimon that makes no sense oh. they have punched each other until they have become friends and then before we get the the sunset and them becoming friends we get the intro in the original version i don't care which i love it and speaking of the intro in the dub which obviously happened to start the episode I'm not sure if I like the English intro or not. The English intro is terrible for the first five to ten seconds. Then it's really good for one verse or chorus, whatever you want to call it. And then it ends really abruptly. So when it's good, it's really good and everything else around it sucks. What about compared to the Digimon Frontier English? Frontier's the best one. Yeah, you're right. What about the Digirap? Uh, Digirap is really awful, but ironically, I love it. I just, I love the Digirap. It's actually really awful. Um, so, Agumon starts calling him Aniki, which is in the translator's notes, suggests it's something that, like, str- like if you were in a street gang, you'd be like, yeah, boss. Yeah, I like, think that's it's also, the translation. It's also in the Yakuza, I think, or any gang. Well, that's, yeah. It's, your, it's, it's like what a follower says to their leaders, that's Aniki, but it's, yeah. it basically translates to big bro, mm. but it's, and, and it uses the kanji for, big bro- older brother but it's usually used in a context 
of gangs. And I could be wrong there because my Japanese isn't that great, as I often say, but it's, it is older brother. And I think that's sweet because, you know, he's a street fighter and like they're, they're having this like man to man fight about respect and honor. And then, you know, Agumon, he's either taken to a draw or he might be admitting he, he came off like worse for wear on it. Mm. And he's like, you know what? I respect you. I want to, I want to hang out with you and I'll follow you. Like they, he's earned, he's earned this Digimon to hang out with him mm. as a totally separate thing from genetic predisposition. Yeah. And Agumon is not, yeah, is, is not genetically designed to love him. He's not create, he wasn't born to meet him. Like, the other Digimon partners are implied to be. This is just... They kind of just made friends. And now, speaking of making... I, the, this shows immediately as one of the funniest things. Because Yoshi just steps in and goes, Okay, well, now I'm arresting you because I watched and I was I just stood by. And now I guess I'll get involved an hour later. She brings out her terrible Pokemon. Like, okay, now, let's be honest. It's a great Pokemon. It's a terrible Digimon because it looks just like a Pokemon. Like, it's yeah. really crossing the line. See, the f- I, I always prefer Palmon. Yeah, Palmon's great. Palmon looks like a Digimon. It does. Like, you look at him like, well, that's kind of like reptile in a way. Mm. So it's a, it's, it's a Digimon. Mm. But Lalamon's too much. I don't know. It's too much. No, there's literally a Pokemon. That's well, yes, exactly this. Yeah, I think we mentioned when we were talking about it in episode 111, it's Terum. And the best part about this is it like you you're watching you're watching Yoshi talk and you cut back and Daimon already has Agumon on his back yeah. and Agumon's huge yeah, he's so on. he's really struggling but he's like I'm gonna carry this Agumon yeah and uh, and he says in the original oh because an Aniki doesn't let his follower get captured oh we should also establish. That in the English, instead of like, yeah, like gang member or whatever, or big brother, it's... Employee oh, and boss. I call you boss. Oh, that means I, I mean, you're you're my employee. Yeah, I guess. I've never had an employee before, so you can't have him. Oh, great. Now Daimon's on a street fighter. He's running a small business. Mm. Woo. That's not going to get super annoying 48 episodes from now. Well, what do you think would be a better alternative for them to use in the dub? Just, just like, say. Oh, you mean like like a gang? Sick. It's... Well, what about bro? Bro's like, you know, bro. No, no, bro. for him, this, for him, well, like, you you're my bro. employee. What, you know, does that mean that I'm... You just clarify the other way. Mm. Like, like some kind of gang boss? I mean, yeah, we're a gang, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Like, just commit to it. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's okay. He it's runs important. a small business. <laughs> like, what is he, a liberal voter? <laughs> anyway, so the... <laughs> we, we should point out we mean uppercase liberal, as in the political party in Australia. Yeah, uh, the, which we've clarified before on the show is our conservative party. It's really weird. I think, but we, I think we've mentioned that previously in our po- long political discussions before yeah. we actually start the podcast when we're doing our raw recording. They disingenuously call themselves liberals so it doesn't sound quite so harsh as, you know, the conservative party in the in the UK, which is what they are, more or less. Yes. Um, and, alright, so he picks up Agumon and just starts running away, and then Lalamon tries to kill him mm-hmm. by just shooting right at him. And uh, shooting at the human, by the way. Yeah, the Agumon shoots back, there's a big smoke screen oh. caused by the fire, and he just escapes. Also, I should point out that, of course, in the original he uses baby flame, and this is changed to pepper breath in the dub. Sure. And as for Lalamon's attack, it's nuts shoot or seed block in the dub. <laughs> I did write, I think I wrote something about that somewhere, about shooting nuts. It's really stupid. Mm. So they get through a thing, and I thought that, he thought he took 
Agumon home, but he doesn't. He takes him to like the Tokyo Tower. Yeah, to an to an observatory. Yeah. Or to, yeah, it's something that he can somehow get into at night. It's not locked. I think he just broke into it. Maybe it's it close. I don't know. I I I I think he broke into so it. He's hi- naughty. So he hides him away there. Agumon says that he doesn't know who he is or where he's from. He just says he's always been in the institution and that he doesn't want to go back. And he, but he's now hungry. he's hungry. He's hung- he hunger. Hungry reacts only. Um. He, then he tries to eat Masaru. <laughs> he tries to eat him and he gets punched in the face again. And in the dub, he says how Marcus looks pretty hungry, uh, pretty Tasty. yummy, yummy sometimes. Yeah. Which is really weird because that's saying you just met him. So, uh, Ma- so Masaru goes to get some food. Goes to get some food. And he buys tons of food. I don't know. I mean, I get the lose with his like mom, or whatever. But he's like a street kid. Why would he have all this money? I I like to think that he does chores around the house for his mummy and his sister. I I like to think so. Why would he have shitloads of money though? Maybe he stole it. Maybe he got it from the people he just beat up. Yeah, I know. It's like Pokemon. Oh, you beat yeah. me. Here's some money. So in the dub, ma- during this time when Masaru is buying the food, Marcus is wondering if Agumon can even eat human food. Which is like an off-putting... Not off-putting. It's a, it's a misdirect because there's a lie later on that we're meant... That I guess the audience is meant to believe. Mm. And this helps because you're making more than one person think about it. Um, so the Yoshi shows up. And makes and like puts on some like coffee jelly or something and mm. makes him buy it for her. Then she sits outside with him while he eats and interrogates him about where Agumon is, all while being like, "Yeah, I'm not not paying you back for that at all." At this point, we find out that he is 14, which uh, seems surprisingly young considering he's trying to be a street fighter. And also, he's Haru's age from Atmon, who is very. <laughs> it's so dumb. Just like think of any 14 year old, and then them being like, "Yeah, yeah, I beat up people." the streets all the time you'd laugh at them and then you'd kick them down some stairs yeah 14 year olds are very small but i mean compa- compared to previous digimon protagonists would have at this point in time all of them isn't he yeah we had a 10 year old then we had an 11 year old and then we had another 11 year old then we had another 11 year old so if you compare an 11 year old to 14 year old like a f- when you're 14 an 11 year old looks tiny yeah but now there's not much difference as an adult there's not much difference but when you're a kid you think wow those 14 year olds are really big when you're 11 or vice versa they're 11 11 year olds are really small yeah but look at how Haru is presented compared to this guy this guy is presented as an adult and it's weird because Yoshi is presented as being the same age more or less yeah but she's she's 18 like she's or 17 I can't she remember. should be shocked that he's 14 but she's not she's like oh yeah whatever yeah um, um, we also find out that he lives with his mother and his sister and his dad disappeared 10 years ago. I bet that's going to be not in the plot at all. I'm kidding. It's going to be plot central. Also, his dad's going to be some really important figure to do with all of this. Also, I thought that Chica was like probably nine. So I oh know I always got the impression that she was like, maybe maybe he disappeared straight away as she was born, but she doesn't seem or when much older than yeah, Or maybe when she was pregnant, that could work too. Which is like, wow, that that's a pretty dodge move on your behalf, buddy. So let's talk about the name of Dats. She shows him her badge and it's you know, the Digital Accident Tactics Squad. Can we talk about before that when Yoshino says Marcus Daimon and he says how you know my name and she says you yelled it before and it's the best thing ever because <laughs> you're right. Shonen protagonists have this thing they say my name is Masaru Diamond and I'm a big strong street fighter. 
and then of to be course fair, she knows he needs the name. to he needs to promote the brand. Yeah, and so, in the dub, she says that it's because she knows everything, rather than because you yelled it out. It's like, well, I know everything, and then of course she does go into detail about exactly what she knows about him. Also, I'd like to point out that it's not coffee jelly in the dub; it is chocolate pudding, and it reminds her of being a kid. Fair enough. Because Jay won't let me speak anymore because he's too excited about this Digimon season. It's all right so far. I mean, in the first episode. But do you remember in Frontier how I was basically leading the entire everything? Yeah, Frontier's what, what awful. Look, let's be honest. Five episodes from now when I'm sick of this show, you'll be back. Oh, no. Savor this moment. Th- Savors this moment. But no. This, but this never <laughs> happened in Frontier. Because I thought Frontier had a relatively strong start. No, it didn't. It was terrible. Yes, yeah, so that's why I said I thought. I thought Frontier had a strong start. Relatively strong However, compared th- to a Jigglypuff. I think that Savers has the strongest start. Of it all does. The seasons, of all the seasons. It has the strongest opening scene. And, uh, yeah, it has a few things that, like... Savers doesn't... I don't think it works by itself. I can't see, having watched the first two episodes, if I'd never seen Digimon before in any way, I think I'd be really confused, right? Mm. It doesn't make any sense. There's so much of this Digimon digital world stuff that if I didn't have any understanding, it would just be nonsense. However, given my understanding, I love watching this dude punch Digimon. It's great. I've always wanted to do that. So, Digital Accident Tactics Squad. Yeah. So... Is the squad digital? No, they operate in the real world, and the primary force is made up of humans. They're supplemented by Digimon, but those Digimon are essentially weapons. So, it's not a digital squad. Is it, a, is it an accident squad? No. It's the accidents that the digital beings cause. What, do they clean up after them? Yes, or they stop them from no, happening. No, there are emergency services that do that. They wipe people's memories and stuff, but if they're primarily out there as essentially Digimon police... It's not accidents. In the same way that murder is not an accident most of the time. You wouldn't call the police accident chasers. They're police. You could say digital accident. Although, again, it's the real world. And most of the accidents are not done on computers. They're in the real world as well. The fact is, it is so incredibly tenuous to call Digimon digital monsters at all. They're just monsters. Especially in this world. There's no distinction whatsoever. There's no reason for them to call anything the digital world. In fact, in most circumstances, there's no reason to call it the digital world. Because it's not digital at all. In Adventure, you could. um, But in Tamers, it really wasn't. Mm. Um, Oh, no. They had occasional interactions with it, I guess. Uh, In Frontier, it really wasn't. In Frontier and in this, it seems to be just parallel dimensions thus far. Yeah. So there's nothing digital about... Let's be honest, in, ta- in Frontier, there's nothing digital in no, it at all. No, it's called the digital world because they call it the digital world, but there's no real reason for it to be in the digital world. It's not inside a computer and it's not... There's this- nothing computerized about it but at yeah, all. Yeah, this is just a world that runs parallel through a train station, basically. Okay, so then tactics. Well, she's really good at tactics, isn't she? She stood there for an hour watching people punch each other and just being like, I guess I'm the police, but I- I'll probably just not do anything. And squad. She operates alone. She's not in a squad. None of these words make any sense. The the strange thing is that in the English dub it's called Data Squad, but they're not called the Data Squad. They're called the Dat Squad. (laughs) It looks like they, they, they... I mean, this, is, this isn't the case, but what if they just thought that they looked at it quickly and said, oh, that says data, not dats, and they read it as data squad, because if that makes sense, but it's actually dat squad, so they misnamed the TV show. It's, it's not that. They obviously had some thought, but 
I kind of want to tweet at Jeff Nimoy and see if he replies to saying, hey, why'd you call it Data Squad, by the way? Like, I'm just curious. curious. Like, I mean, to be fair, Sabres doesn't really make as much sense either. You know what would have made more sense here? Just make the last one, instead of Squad, make it, like, Assault. It doesn't matter. Digital Accident Tactics Assault. Who cares? Just make it... Make it data. We are data. Fine. At least it's, like, thematic. What's dats? It looks a bit like data. If you missed hitting the S, there's an A nearby on the keyboard. Probably. It's on the same keyboard. (laughs) It is on the same keyboard. Mm. So... Uh, he asks about the Digivice and she says, essentially, nah, oh, nah, mate, this is a collector's exclusive. You can't have one. Yeah. Um, then he asks to get taken to Dats, which is weird because he knows Argumon is starving in the tower. No, no, no. But he, no, he gets asked, he asks to get taken to Dats because she says that Dats is the only place where you can get food that a Digimon can eat and not starve to death. And because Masaru cares about his follower, he says, well, take me to Dat so I can get some of this food so he doesn't die. I guess the problem here is that I so quickly identify that as a lie. Like, it's it's so obviously a lie that it's just unbelievable. Mm. And you know how? Do you know how you know that's a lie? Because Agumon tried to eat Masaru. Yeah. He wouldn't have tried to eat meat if he couldn't eat meat. Maybe he can only eat people. Digimon can only eat people. It's canon. How? What What are people made of that other meat isn't? People? No. Soylent Green? No. No, Soylent Green is made of people, not the other way around. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I just want to point out just a, a funny line that I noticed that was probably one of my favorite parts in the episode, but I think we just skipped past a little bit. So when Yoshino is talking about how Agumon is a Digimon, in the original, he says, so... So he wasn't a talking frog? Yeah. I thought that was weird. He doesn't yeah. look like a frog. Yeah. I think it's when they call him, like, they identify him as Raptor 1. Yeah. And in the dub, Marcus says that maybe he just went back to the digital world. And then he calls Yoshino Dollface for I mean, some reason. That he goes back to the digital world thing is more of a, like... A lie, yeah. Yeah, go away. I'm just going to evade your questions. Yeah, but I don't know why they removed the, so he wasn't a talking frog. Because it's such a weird thing to say, honestly. Yeah, because what it's kind too- of frog looks like that? What kind of frog breathes fire, Masaru? But the thing is... It's on two legs and it's orange. But the thing is, I don't think that he... Because in the, in the dub, this line is, like, him saying, well, he probably went back to the digital world. That's sort of, like, a cover-up or a lie. He knows exactly where he is because he told him to stay somewhere mm-hmm. in the original he's being completely genuine and saying he was he wasn't a frog <laughs> and it's so cute because it's like this you kind of learn a lot about this character is that like he's a nice bloke and he's very loyal to his followers and you know he's he's a fighter and he's quite a good fighter if he was able to take on that many people but he's not bright like you're saying <laughs> he wasn't a frog he's like one punch man <laughs> So I watched tons of One Punch Man. I can tell. It's constantly, like, he's constantly saying the stupidest thing in the world. He's just like, wait, wait, you were trying? Yeah. (laughs) Was he trying to fight me? (laughs) It's like someone's been shooting him with guns for 20 minutes. Was he trying to hurt me? Is is that what happened? Mm. Why didn't he try? So he goes to Dats and honestly, I don't remember. He he sees he sees the captain and he calls the Digimon there a scarf. Yeah, who by the way, I would like to point out that Kudamon is Phoenix Wright. I, I wouldn't from know. the the in the English in the English dub. I'm talking when I talk about the voices, I'm talking about the English dub because those are more easy to recognize by me. And also, I haven't watched the English dub before. I won't hear so, it until he says something about an objection. Objection. So Satsuma, who is Samson in the dub. 
is voiced by the same VA who was Oikawa and Henry's dad and Sojiro. Uh, no, it's Sojiro. I think there's an no. That, that that I think that's it. Oh, he was also Baron Mon in the Tamers movie. So yeah, he's also Sojiro in Persona Five. And I yeah. found that I've, it's really hard to not hear that once I realized it's like, oh no, yeah. that's just Sojiro. I got that one immediately. And stay away from Futaba, basically. Um. Oh, also, uh. <laughs> Yoshino is Colleen O'Shaughnessy, who is Sora in Adventure, and it's great because I love her voice and I feel like she has the right mum friend voice, and it's a it's a good voice for the mum friend, and this is what Yoshi is. She's the mum friend. She wants to take care of you. She protects, but she also attacks. So, uh, Diamond is introduced to the idea of Digimon partners, and, you know, because this is my partner, etc., etc., mm. the whole talk about it. Um, he then says, give me the food so, and then I'll go back and I'll feed, I've got someone to feed, he basically says. Yeah. Now, wonder who that is. assuming that the, the police here are not the stupidest people in the world, although clearly they are, assuming they're not the stupidest people in the world, they should say, okay, hand him anything and then say, go on your way and then follow him because yeah. he'll lead them back to where Agumon Well, is. Yoshino does follow him. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's not, it's not really as obvious. Also, I really want to point out how much I love Kamemon, who is this little turtley capery thing. I love him so much and he's just- He likes deli- tea. He's delivering tea to Masaru and in the dub, um, Masaru, uh, Marcus straight up lies and he says, I'm not thirsty. And Kamemon says, suit yourself. <laughs> and then in the next scene in the dub, Mas- uh, Marcus is drinking tea. Wait, only in the dub? No, in both versions, but only in the dub he says he didn't want the tea. Oh, right. But they didn't change the animation, so he's still drinking the tea in both versions. I had to ask, and I can't believe they actually do cover this, but at the time, I thought it was just like they'd forgotten. I go, where's his big basket of food? That looked like it must have been really expensive, because he bought, he bought tons and tons yeah. of food. And actually, later in the scene, when he goes to leave, he actually asks for it back. Yeah. I can't believe they remembered it. Yeah, because... And I, always, I think I said this when we were talking about Frontier... Is that savers and also the reason why you feel like you have a stronger connection because you've seen the rest of Digimon. This season is made with the people who grew up with Digimon in mind. Mm. So it's the same sort of thing as Try. This came out in, I believe, 2005. So the people who watched the original season are a couple of years older now. <laughs> so they might they might be teenagers. They may might be Masaru's age. So they, they aged up the characters so the characters were closer to what the demographic might be if they grew up with Digimon. And they put Agumon as the main character. So this whole thing was was made as sort of like a little shout out to say hey we, the Digimon fans we still care about you we're sorry about Frontier we're sorry we made it so different have Ogumon and then all the F- Digimon fans said I can't do silence jokes because you can't have all the silence yeah nobody, wa- nobody they watched this they yeah. said nothing because they all left because Frontier was so bad no the, pro- the problem is that people didn't watch Frontier either yeah, because they, they looked at the premise and a lot of people even dropped out in Tamers because they said it was too different yeah, well. and I still think Tamers is one of the best Digimon seasons and a lot of people just did not watch it because it was an adventure and they watched the first episode and they said where's Tai Chi but I think by Savers a lot of the people who were hanging on they'd either grown up and they were too cool from Digi- for Digimon That's because you. I was when when Savers came out I was too cool to like and I had like more internet access at this point in time I could find access to it but I didn't watch Savers until I was in my 20s yeah well, well at least neither maybe, did I. No, maybe when I was 19 so 
I didn't watch it for a long time after it came out and almost 10 years. And I, so because I didn't, well, I didn't, wasn't interested in it. It was like, I was too cool for Digimon. My Digimon phase was past. I was a teenager now, too old for Digimon. And I didn't watch Savers. And I think a lot of people didn't. And a lot of people missed out on this show that they made so lovingly to the people who started watching Digimon as a kid. And it is, it is quite, it's quite nice. This, the start of the season, it's a quite good intro. So I really thought the government had stolen all his snacks. Um, then they describe Agumon as a renegade, which they don't describe very well because they describe renegades as Digimon who interact with humans, which means that all of their partners are renegades. Yes. Well, to be fair, Masaru does call them out on that. They say, hey, ha- hey, how come you say that I can't have, like, it's it's bad for a Digimon partner, a, pa- a Digimon to have a partner that is a human, but you all have your Digimon right there. And then they explain, oh, because we're different. And he basically says, that's not good enough. Which is great because it's him saying, yeah, it still doesn't make sense. You get Digimon, but I don't. (laughs) Uh, And I like that because it seems, I know, it just seems thoughtful. And I like that. He's mad they don't seem to have any empathy for Agumon. And then he says, in the stupidest thing he could possibly say, I will take full responsibility for any damage he causes. And then like cut to explosion thing. Oh, there's all this damage being caused by a Digimon. (laughs) Um, Then he asks for his food back. There's some attack on a upside down McDonald's. Yeah, it's totally not McDonald's. Oh, you mean McDonald's? It's, no, it's Whack Donald's. Oh, yeah, it's Whack Donald's. Oh no, not W. It's Pepsi. <laughs> you mean Taco Baco? Yeah. Or um, oh no, what's my favorite? But that's it. Bub Kukurg. Have it in a way. Or what about Pizza Hut in Kogias, which they just left as Pizza Hut because it was so heavily sponsored by that. That's fine. Let it be. That was the best though. Uh, Daimon is mad that they lied to him about like the food thing because why would he be attacking the burger place if he couldn't eat, right? Yeah, but he doesn't straight up know if he's being lied to until the next episode. So there's this really annoying bit though, which... Like, it really gets me. They get back to the tower and Yoshi follows him up there and she says more or less, he's not here, so obviously he's the one who perpetrated the attack, right? Yes. That makes sense as a piece of reductive reasoning. Okay, well, he, he this is a possibility and this is evidence for it. Or deductive. I don't know. Yeah, it's deductive reasoning because it's presenting possibilities. Um, however, did you catch what they said in the English? What'd they say? We have confirmed it was oh, yeah, Argumon right, yeah. who attacks the burger place. Yeah, Yoshino's like almost trying to sass him and the dub is like, well, we have com- confirmation that it was Argumon and she doesn't. And I just, I don't like this line because it doesn't seem, and almost in character for her because it's almost like she's a reasonable character. And by this, it's just saying, well, it's confirmed that it's Argumon when she doesn't have any evidence of that. Every lie she tells, and she tells like four, or she tells a bunch of lies, but every single one except this one is directed at something, right? There's always an end game that is advantageous. Oh, he needs special food. Okay, well, that will manipulate this guy into doing a thing. Oh, we need to do X. Well, that'll manipulate him into doing something else. We have confirmed that he's attacked the place. What effect does that have? Besides making this guy stress out, mm. would it make him give up? I don't think so. I don't think that was a possibility. I know. The first episode seems to make Dats this sort of, like, potentially not good agency. Well, I mean, the it's antagonistic in its nature. But only for until he joins, basically, I think. Well, yeah, that Because he joins. Sense. He joins the next episode at the end of it. Yeah. So it's actually really heartbreaking at the beginning of the next episode, but I guess we'll get there. Yeah. 
eventually. So I Pokemon's in a bin. No, I, I Best say part of the episode in my notes that I'm like I'll prepare for a swerve because I'm sure it won't be Pokemon because they would have showed you the shadow of Greymon attacking yeah. the place if it because they're not subtle. They don't do subtlety. No, Digimon's it would have been the exact same thing as that first scene in the entire episode where they're just showing you bits of Agumon mm. to, to to be like, oh no, what if? But no, it's just they don't show you anything. So yeah, so Agumon's stuck in a bin. Because he's an idiot. And he was looking for food. And then I think, I maybe I misremember this, but I think that Masaru also says, well, why are you looking for human food if you can't eat human food? I don't remember. Like, they that. keep on referencing this lie to say, yeah, Yoshino it was, either didn't know or she was lying. <laughs> he's an idiot because he thinks he's a frog. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what was it? There's a... It's a bit. I'm trying to remember what it is. Like, Argamon seems to know how to do certain things or understand certain things in the next episode. Yeah, but we have to do this episode Like, he's first. aware of... I think it's how, Maybe it's aware, he's aware of how the rotary lock works. Or there are other things that he's aware of. But also, he doesn't know how bins work. I think he just got stuck in there because he's an idiot. <laughs> and I love him. He's a bit stupid. I love him so much. My favorite thing is Hungry Digimon. Because they're just so cute and so stupid. You mean you, 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 you know what you're telling us, right? You like dogs. We yes, know you I like, like dogs. dogs. I like dogs. And if, Digimon, if a Digimon acts like a dog, that's great. I love I love big dumb dinosaur dogmons. So, um... Petaldramon's a good dog. It turns out it was Kokotorimon Kok- all along. And Masaru gets super which mad. I guess we should have called Kokotorimon's in the title. Yeah, it's very shonen anime episode titles. Like, this is a thing that's happening. Here is a brief descriptor of the thing that is happening. Here is its name. Okay, to be fair, that's not a... Ama- that's only accurate in Mon... Like, okay, as an example, I've been watching a shonen anime. I've been watching My Hero Academia. It's quite good. Um, every time there is a title that tells you what's going to happen in that episode, it has always been foreshadowed in the previous episode. Mm. You knew, like, you could have accurately predicted it by watching the last episode. This is the first episode. There's nothing that could have told you that this swerve would have happened. But if you paid attention and you got up to this point, you saw the attack and you were waiting, and then you look at the runtime. you're like, there's four minutes left. Huh, I wonder when Cockatrimons are gonna show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So, they should be calling it Big Red Wand. Anyway, um... Masaru jumps on him and starts punching him, and Ogumon's also fighting him, <laughs> and then Cockatrimons like, holding Ogumon down, and Ogumon's like, Aniki, he's really strong, and Masaru says, yeah, doesn't that just fire you up? He loves it! In the dub, Ogumon's saying, hey, hey, um, boss, can you lend me a hand? And Marcus says, a hand? How about some fists? <laughs> Sick. I still, I still prefer the original line of just like, yeah, doesn't this stronger enemy just fire you up? It's so great. It's, I love him. It's so shonen. It's just like, he just wants to fight. So I love, um, I love when Kokodromon fires a big beam and it knocks Agumon over. You, okay. It cuts to, to Daimon. He looks at Agumon and he goes, oh no. And then you hear the... It's like the beginning noise of the adventure evolution sound. Like, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. You kind of hear it in the background and I go, oh, this is how evolution happens. And then he looks at his fist and it has psycho power. And that evolution noise was just powering up his punches. Yep. And then he goes and he punches Kokosvimon really hard. And it knocks him down. I can't tell if you're laughing because it's dumb or because you like it or both. It's both. It's so stupid. It is 
so shonen anime. You're just like, this problem can't be solved. It, it, that is a lie. It can always be solved with my fist. I will say, though, it is a bit of a parody of shonen anime. Because shonen anime generally have reasons why things work. Yeah. For example, in My Hero Academia, it's because the guy has all for one, which is a kind of power. Or in Naruto, it's because of chi, or whatever it is, and it's the operation of the ninja power. Mm. Or in Bleach, it's because they're death gods, and they have certain power, and it's just whatever set up in a certain way. It's always specified why a character's powerful, or how they're powering up. This is an average street man who just really likes fighting. Even in One Punch Man, at least he tells you that he did 100 sit-ups every day. Yeah. Like, this guy just likes to fight, and now a big monster is here. He's like, yeah! So he then loves it. Agumon is knocked down, and it this part kind of reminds me of the adventure prequel movie, where Agumon's unconscious, and he's trying to wake him up, and then something happens. And in this case, it's an old man shows up and says, here, have a Digivice and scan, and scan your Digisoul, which is DNA in the dub. So he does that, and then, like in the prequel movie, Agumon's eyes open, or about to open, there's a big focus on that, and then he evolves. And it just reminds me of the prequel movie. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's on purpose, but it just reminded me of it so much. It's almost like an Agumon evolving is similar. Yeah, um, so he evolves. So there's a fisherman who just gives him a Digivice, yeah. who, I guess this is the new Genai. I don't know, hard to say. It, this is stupid, by the way. Like, this random old man just showing up, who presumably is not associated with deaths in any way, just shows up. I'm sure he will totally get explained later. Uh. Also, it's not Greymon. It's Geogreymon. Yeah, because it's not it's not the same evolution line, because it's Agumon, but with grips on him. The difference is that this Greymon has grips on him. Uh, there's a bit of different colouring on his on the brown parts as well. That's and true, he's got, he's got, he's red got on his face. He's got different stripes as well. Um, I laugh so hard that the grey one had wrist straps as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah, because we always said, hey, Digimon should evolve with things. Also- Like, my fanfic, all the girl Digimon evolved and they still had their pink wrist straps. They're little bandana things. Because yeah. girls wear pink. They do. Apparently, according to 12-year-old me. So... My fanfic's terrible. It legitimately bothered me that Yoshi is part of the police squad. It is her job to stop things like this. She has the tools necessary. She oh, has a digital one of her own. Yeah, in this episode. And she stands by and watches a civilian punch Cockatrimon okay. while it fires death lasers. So, basically, she has the debuff of it's not her episode and it's not her focus. You mean next episode when it's more her episode and she still has the debuff no but it's still it's still an introduction to Masaru and how he gets into the thing it's still his story of joining the Dats so I'm not counting that as her episode because we're still learning things about our main character and about the world if this was you know episode 6 or 7 and she was losing her first fight that would be terrible but it's also implied that Lalamon has become Sunflowmon before yeah like it's just it's not like oh so that's what your adult form looks like this is just oh this is just this is just something that she can do this is this is her she's already done this before this is just where she lives yeah this is just a thing we already know so Raymond like Raymond wins the fight and Kakujuan turns back into an egg and then I don't know if you noticed this it's suddenly daytime yeah it saves it's us like, like six a, hours later yeah it 
it's the same. It's, and I notice this in a lot of shonen anime where the time will just change depending on like, oh, dramatic scene over. It's not raining anymore or it's daytime you now. You keep saying shonen anime. I think you mean Digimon. No, I mean shonen because anime. Because most shonen animon, uh, shonen, An- shonen, edamon, shonen, shonen edamon. anime. No, 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 shut up. Shonen edamon is <laughs> my new cool. favorite Digimon. Edamon shonen. Please, can, okay, I hate begging for things, but like, I'm going to do it anyway. Please, can someone draw a shonen edamon? And he's wearing like the Bansho jacket. Yeah. And he's got like a... Like he's got to have a ninja headband. No, he's got to have like spiky hair as well, because all shonens have spiky hair. It's a rule. And like, I oh, know he's, he's he looks like a shonen character. Please, please, okay, please. So you say most, sh- like a lot of shonen. I don't know how many you've seen because that doesn't happen. Yeah, sure, it stops raining, but it, this is six hours later, and it shows that she's gone down some stairs and picked up an egg. Like, I'm like pretty it sure- was nighttime. Yeah. It is now not nighttime anymore. I'm pretty sure this happens in Jewel Masters a lot. Okay, like, let's playing- be honest, Jewel it- Masters is trash <laughs> but, but it's got Joshua Seth in it who cares he said that he wouldn't return to voice acting except for Digimon so what does that say about everything else he did Jewel Masters was good they had shields yeah it wasn't it wasn't very good I liked um, it so it's daytime now etc and then they're having a discussion and Yoshi's like well look I still have to take Argumon in he hurt all those students who I thought were salarymen and Daimon's just like yeah about that that was me and so she goes, you know, that means I have to arrest you, right? Bam, cut to credits. I just want to say something. In the dub, <laughs> we get a next time on. But like the first time ever in Digimon, I'm pretty sure. In the dub, he, like, Marcus seems to like almost imply that Agumon gets taken away. Like there's this really weird bit where he says, what? Agumon's being taken away? Transfer complete. What? It's just like, it lies to you? It, it uses things strategically. It lies to you? Yeah, it lies to you. What do you think of this episode as someone who is new to Digimon? It's so it's so weird. I think there's a lot of like crazy entertaining stuff in it. And then on the other hand, like every time it tries to th- like even vaguely introduce a plot, which is mostly look, Dats exists. I'm just like totally disinterested. Because I think it's because Yoshi does not act like there's any stakes in this whatsoever. She is so driven to chase this man and to convince him that he should give up Argumon and tell them where Argumon is and everything. But anytime there's any sort of fight and there's any time she could otherwise be useful independently or like bring out her Digimon, I guess, that's that's primarily the thing, she stands by. So she's a weird 50-50 that is like not clear. And the rest of the organization is unclear because like they have some kind of agenda and the captain doesn't want her to act and wants this kid, but they don't make those mm. intentions clear. He literally tells her... I want this guy on my team at all costs. And then the next episode, she's just like, eh, whatever. I guess I won't say any- you could join the team, I guess. I'm saying this as a joke, though. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, no. I don't know. It's just, th- it doesn't seem internally consistent. I love punching Digimon, though. No, no, that is great. And what I like about this episode, and I briefly mentioned it in our synopsis part, was the fact that he meets Ogamon and Ogamon isn't, well, wasn't born to meet him, wasn't born to be his partner, is not genetically forced to love him and follow him around he earns his respect by fighting him punch him in the face hole and it's the same well you know we basically matched up pretty well one-to-one why don't we become a team and they're not digimon and partner 
just this second and they become it during the fight but it shows that there's almost like this warming to it and we've previously only seen this before in Tamers with Leomon and with Gardramon and I think this is done better because it's actually given like okay what why why are they together it's I mean you don't get to see the whole fight and also it's like it's a bit tenuous when you try to think about it but also it's Japanese street gangs and that's awesome love Japanese street gangs they're so weird yeah I bet Kanji would be in one yeah and we have uh, we've seen some great art from Ellie Vorg which has Kanji and Masaru fighting and this is Kanji from Persona 4 and there's this great bit because Kanji makes little knit toys and he's knitted a little Agumon for Masaru because they're both like gangs and it's so cute. And I'll, I'll link on the show notes because I, I love them. I, I was uh, I was going through Ellie Vogue's Tumblr today. And if you want to see some cool Savers art, you should check out Ellie Vogue's blog because there's a lot of cool stuff. I've been reblogging it onto my personal Tumblr today, I guess yesterday now at this point. But I and I couldn't show Jay all of it because there were some spoilers for later on in Savers. But for the most part, it's like it's pretty non-spoilery. It's okay. Go follow Ellie Vorg and Chisai on Tumbumbo. And all of our other Patreon supporters, which we will say at the end, of course. Yes, on the Tumbumbo. How would you rate this episode? It's like a seven. I gave it a seven. Yeah. We agree. Though I think we disagree in the next episode. Yeah, I see you rated it higher. I would not have. See, I'm just, I was just so ready. Like, I'm just so ready for this whole season. What was the major difference you noticed? Um, like, I, I, feel like it's the one I reacted to the most was the employee thing because it just it changes the dynamic of the relationship from like a family gang thing like big brother to like no I'm literally I could literally fire you mm. And I know there's other stuff to it. I, I know there's, like, her lying, I have confirmed it was Agumon. Or, you know, him beating up more people or anything like that. But, I don't know. For me, it was just, it was the employee thing. It's It bothered me. See, for me, it was a removal of two of my favourite lines. And so the first line is, he wasn't a frog. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, and that, that that was really funny to me. And then the second time, which I found was really funny, is when the original, she says, oh, Masaru Diamond, and he says, how do you know my name? And then she says, you were shouting it before. And in the dub, she this, this is removed. I just, I don't know, they removed two of my favourite lines, and I'm just like, why would they do this? I can think of why it's killing me, though. Because he's not like, wait, what is he? Or, sorry, what's a digital monster? He had come to an independent conclusion that was horrendously wrong. I don't know what this is. It's probably a frog. <laughs> uh, it's like, is that a frog? And then it, like something in the back of his mind goes, hell yeah, it is. It's the coolest frog ever. It's that boy. <laughs> that boy. Here comes that boy. It's that boy, but it's an Agumon with grips and he's just on his <laughs> unicycle saying, Aniki. So the second episode starts off with Agumon and Masaru being brought into Dats. And Yoshino says that humans aren't meant to be with Digimon. And Masaru says, well, y'all have Digimon. Y'all. And they say, yeah, well, it's different because, you know, we're, we're allowed to. And then he says, no, that doesn't make sense. No. And Lalamon says, well, if a patrol car is speeding after someone who is breaking the law by speeding, is the patrol car also a criminal? And I, I kind of like this analogy. It's like saying, well, we're allowed to because we're the police. Yeah, you could see that. Although there's like, there are different versions of that, right? Where like, if somebody raw, if someone steals from someone else, yeah, and then they're carrying it away, like if they steal a lamp, I don't know, as an easy example 
from a house and they're stealing it away and the cops like really sure that they stole that lamp they still can't go up to them and just yank it out of their hands yeah that that's theft because of how possession works although let's be honest possession's really weird you can steal from a thief you if you if a thief steals something and then you steal that thing from them you they can't like it's not that they sue you but they can call the police on you and even if it's found out that they were a thief you still go to jail yeah it's dumb um Anyway, possession's weird. Even if it's not nine-tenths of the law, everyone says it is. That's a lie. Nine-tenths of the law. So Satsuma and Kudamon show up and they say that Digimon who cause havoc get forced into a Digitama and taken back to the digital world. Then we see a pawn, some pawn chessmon who try to take Agumon and Masaru and Masaru just knocks over some tea from this poor Kamemon who has been through so much. Okay, let's cover he the looks fact so, that... No, shut up. Kamemon looks so sad. He's like, my tea. No, you've skipped forward. Okay, you always do okay, this to you me. Continue. Okay, you continue it's then. It's so horrifying because like, Agumon's like, I don't want to, I don't want to go. And he's like, no, let my friend go. And you're like, it's, you're having a moment. You're having like a Roger Rabbit. They're sticking the shoe in the in the ooze moment. Like yeah. this is really bad. Yeah, and they're saying we will kill him. He'll he'll be revived, but we'll, they're not we'll killing kill him. him. They're just sending him back to the digital. No, they're world. turning him back to a digi egg. Are they? Yes. No, they say we will turn him back to a Digitama and pu- and take him back to the Diddle World because and then this is when Masaru sees and has a flashback of the Cockatreemon becoming a Digitama and then we see the same Digitama being transferred back to the Diddle World. Oh, I just thought that and that Mas- machine takes them to Diddle World and they were going to stick him in there. No, they were going to. They, they explicitly say and maybe it was mm. removed in the dub, but they say we are going to force him to become a Digitama Gross. and put him back to the other world. So Masaru has this flashback <laughs> seeing Cockatreemon die and he. He knows that death means death. He doesn't know, oh, they're reborn as digi-eggs, whatever. They may, may or may not have their memories. We don't know. So, so Mazaro says, this is my new friend that I just met and who I was able to make change for some reason, which I probably still don't know. They're going to kill him. So yeah, Kamiyon brings us by this kettle, which apparently, if you kick a single kettle o- over, it will smoke grenade the entire room. We don't know what's in that tea. And, moreover, once you have smoke grenaded the one room in the police facility, presumably one of the highest funded police facilities in all of Japan, because they're fighting inter- like interdimensional threats... Once you have smoke bombed one room and you run out of there on your own two feet, the police can't stop you. There's nothing they can do. They couldn't tase you. They definitely couldn't catch you. There are no other people in any other rooms in this whole facility. In fact, it's not even shown how he gets out of there, but he must get out of there. Maybe the tea puts some steam into the entire building. Impossible to know. So he ends up in, like, a warehouse up by himself. Well, he takes Agumon with him, obviously. Yeah. Um, and in the process of escaping, he's dropped his digivice. Like a dope. Because, no, I don't think it's a it's a huge dope thing. He doesn't know what significance it really has. Well, how could he have dropped it? It would have been, like, his pocket. Was he upside down? I think it just fell, I think it just fell out of his pocket. I think he wasn't <laughs> thinking about it. Also, he puts him in a box, and it's so cute. Yes, Agumon is in a box. box. <laughs> and there's also Metal Gear Solid. There's a there's a, there's some like he keeps sassing uh Agumon keeps sassing him about this box thing. Yeah, in the dub. Only in the dub. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It is in the dub. Because there's no moving mouth and the dub will do what the dub does best, and if there's no moving mouth, it means let's put in the line. And I think he's like referring back to like when his head's in the bin, he's like, I sleeping in boxes or something like that. Mm. 
I can't quite remember. Um, so <laughs> I've written he eats like a Digimon. What what he says is in the dub, Ogamon says, "How wow, you're really smart. Nobody will think that a walking box is suspicious." And That's he's being sarcastic. It. And then uh, Masaru says, "I'll oh, be quiet." And in the dub, he's saying, "Um, how I, I'll be quiet, but my stomach won't." I think that's what, maybe that's what I was thinking of with the with the head being stuck in a bin. Like, why is he acting like he's so smart about being stuck in a box when he walked around with a bin yeah. on his head? Also, I, I would like to point out that I will continually call the Masaru in the dub Masaru, not Marcus, because I this is my first time watching the dub and I don't like the name Marcus. I really don't. It just it doesn't seem. Uh, it's not a real name. Previously, we've seen relatively Japanese names being in. Digimon? Let's call him Mark. Marku. I'll call him Mark. He's now Mark. Congratulations. I'm sorry, you have a new name. It's Mark. Or as Jay called you in his notes, Maimon. Maimon. I don't know why. He just did. Because it was Daimon and Masaru. It's Maimon. Maimon. So... Uh, he he gives this he gives Agumon a bunch of snack snackus and he's eating them he's eating them and he and thinks Daimon about how f- he eats everything. Daimon's like, oh my god, there is no special Digimon food. It was all a lie. I've only worked out right now. He's not smart. He thinks he was a frog. Okay. <laughs> and then Daimon's weirdly hot mom like kicks the door down. And, her uh, name is Sayuri or Sarah. Agumon is like stuffed into a cupboard. Um, and she's like interrogating Daimon. Like, where were you last night? Also, you're standing on a candy bar. And uh, then she shuffled out of the room like she has uh, caught him doing something something that he shouldn't... Well, not that he shouldn't be doing, but... That uh, he wouldn't want her to see. Yeah. Um. Then uh, she, com- she, she comes, comes back, back yeah. in and he shoves Agumon out onto the balcony this time. At which point the mom's like, okay, remember when your dad left, we made a promise, okay, that we would never lie to each other. By the way, considering the timing on that, he would have made that promise when he was four. Uh, he was four. And also, it's not, it's not when he left. She said until he comes back. He's she's been gone hopeful. for 10 years. Yeah, she's, she's a very hopeful she, wife. For a decade. And she hasn't started dating she, anyone else. And she assumes, oh, he'll come back, yeah. He just kinda, he just went out for a pack of smokes. No, he's just, maybe he's Koji's dad. Oh, man. Um, yeah. He's got a secret life. Yeah, it's, it's Koji actually has another brother. But it's, yeah, called, yeah. it's called Kosan or Komi, I guess. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Masaru. No, yeah. get it? Because I don't. Koichi, one. <laughs> so Ko- the sister. Ko- Koji, two. I, I, I got it. Yeah, I did. thank you. So the sister sees Agumon outside and has a freak out and runs inside and in that meantime Agumon heads onto the roof and she's like, I saw a big lizard mommy and she's like, <gasps> U-M-A! And this is the greatest part. U-M-A this. hunter, Daimon's mom. So now she's just, she doesn't care about the possible thing that is on her roof that may be a monster or may just be a stranger in a suit who may might have just attacked his, her daughter. She just says, I'm going to get my video camera and I'm so happy happy they kept it the exact same in the dub and it's great i love uma hunter j he's my favorite character in hatmon he better come back and so i love this sayuri who's just obsessed with the umas for no reason um and agamon loses a fight to a cat much like (laughs) koromon in the prequel movie and then uh, he tumbles down the roof and knocks uh, Masaru, Masaru out and they all land on the thing. And I think what's really interesting here is the mom and the sister just see it. Yeah. So there is no subplot, presumably, in this, se- no. in this season about the family, like, Agumon hiding from the family. Though Yoshino does say that dats do remove humans' memories. 
Which is which is which is something I like that they're saying basically if a human ever sees something, we can just remove their memories and we don't have to worry about writing around that. It's yeah, isn't that just the laziest worst thing ever? What? Which one? Because both can be negative. Which one of what? You said one thing. No, I said it's an alternative to what they did in Adventure, and they just forgot that everyone saw some monsters. Okay. Remember how they were a secret in, in Zero Two, despite all seeing the monsters in Adventure? Yeah. What would you prefer, Jay? What oh do you prefer? Oh my god! Remember when Vanderbilt destroyed the whole city? The government agency or people just having very bad okay to be fair i would prefer to have the explanation rather than none but i kind of wish they didn't have the i wish they didn't have the ability to wipe people's minds so that they would have to write more creatively not because every problem in this universe could be solved with memory wipes and i'm actually concerned they're never ever gonna touch on the very complicated questions associated with memory wipes because, like, once memory wipes are introduced, you can no longer trust what you're being shown on screen. Because, let's be honest, Daimon could have been working for these guys for years. Who knows? Mm. Nobody could say. And I don't think they're ever going to go into that. But that is so interesting. It's so much more interesting than Digimon is. Seriously, every, all the things with all pieces of media, all well-written pieces of media with, like, memory stuff is so fascinating. I guess the classic one that people all know is, like, Total Recall. Yeah. Where you put a bunch of false memories in someone's head and convince them they are someone else. That's great. Um, so, Masaru's unconscious and then he wakes up and he runs downstairs like, oh no, oh no, they're going to get Ogamon. they're going to get Ogamon Because Yoshino does show up and she says, well, I'm just going to erase their memories so then when he when Masaru runs downstairs Ogamon is eating rice with the family and he calls Masaru's mum by her first name he calls her so- Sayuri so Masaru starts punching Ogamon in the dub he says can you just sit here eating with all that's going on thanks because if I eat standing up I don't feel good that isn't what I meant you digital dimwit that's when he starts punching him <laughs> so they're just like I'm not sure if we've ever seen human to their Digimon partner violence before, but this one is very heavy on it. Yes, we have. Really? Can you remember it? It was in Zero Two. Huh? Ken. Oh, Ken. Yeah, but that was... that. Okay, but I want to point That out. was his Digimon partner. Don't you mess yes, with me. Yes, oh, no, I'm just saying that Ken wasn't himself. Oh, uh, well, that's... A, Masaru is not the Digimon Kaiser J. You can't excuse domestic violence like that. No, it, it was. Yeah. Oh, he just had a couple drinks. So it turns out that Satsuma told Yoshino not to erase their memories and just to keep an eye on them. And Chika tells Yoshino and Masaru to stop arguing like an old married couple, and then they do the thing. We're not a couple. They got really, really offended by it. Mm. And then Masaru and Ogumono sleep on the floor at night because Yoshino has the bed, and Masaru is salty. Now. Should there not be some questions, including, like, why is Sayuri cool with his stranger staying no, the night? This makes sense, because she's just too... She's just so happy she gets to see UMA. <laughs> she does not care. That is so Also, possible. she's kind of probably, like, maybe she's trying to fix... Masaru up with her even though I'm pretty sure nothing happens between them ever and I'm glad it doesn't no, especially because like, if, if you're assuming that she's like 18 why would any mom be like first of all how did we never find out what Yoshi's story is does she say that she's a friend of his does she say that they're dating well, I mean, they yell they're not a couple, so what business does she have in the house? I just think Sayuri's a bit bit funny. I, I love her. But she's like, she's just so excited about this UMA. And Yoshina probably told her the truth. And she said, so, so UMA's like Bigfoot are real? 
And she's just so over the moon. She's just like, stay the night, stay forever. And then like, if an 18 year old girl is going to show up, would you not put her in a different room? Maybe they don't have the space for it. In the There's a dining room. She sleeps on the table? Well, get a futon. Okay. Futons exist. He's on one. I guess that could work. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I just felt that was really odd. It was just for this one visual gag and I still, it was odd. It was cute because in the dub, it is cute. Agumon's talking in his sleep about food. So then uh, it's the morning and Daimon's like, I gotta go to school. I want to ask what it is. He gets explained and it's this picture we've had up on our Facebook page for a couple of days, I think. Yeah. Which is, school's a place where there's lots of people to fight. And Agumon gets so excited. He's like, can I, let's, let's go. He really wanna. And he then, wants to go to school. And Masaru's like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And it's so great. It's so like, he is so encouraging of his Digimon partner's education and he's so supportive. No, he's not, it's education. He just wants him to fight. He does want fight. So then it turns out that you can download your Digimon into the Digivices. And cool feature. I mean, yeah, it's a definitely a cool feature that they stole from Pokemon. Also, this scene. They're Pokeballs now. Yes, but this whole scene does not change and it makes me so happy because I love this scene. Sorry, I forgot. They innovate one thing. It's a Pokeball, but with a window. Yeah, so you can look into it. It's cute. So Yoshino says, hey, you can't go to school because you'll cause an uproar. And then, yeah, she. this is when she shows him the Digivice. What's the driving age in Japan? Do you know? I think it's 16. Okay, so she... Well, that would be like a learner's I th- thing. Yeah, I think you can start learning when you're 16. You might... It's. I think it's similar to Australia in that... She, she, she must be like 18. Yeah, she's 18. She can drive. Yeah. She has a car. Yes. Even if she had a good job, it would be difficult for... Wow, this is weird. Yeah. But she has a car, and I like that. We've never seen an adult digi-destined digi or chosen child be able to drive, and it's this she's weird sort of chosen thing. child. She's, she's a chosen adult. She's part of a squad. Yeah. Shut There's up. nothing destined about it. The Digivices are part of a government agency. A fisherman gives them to you. Well, no, like, it, it appears that Digivices are manufactured by the government. Yes. Okay. So there is no such thing as a chosen child in this in this thing. It's space. like, hey, you a Digimon likes you. Would you would you like to join this government agency? You get a you get a free monster. Yeah, what's, what's, I would totally join. I would totally totally join with it. There, there'd be no like, oh, it's I, but you I don't like want to. I'd be like, can, can I please be a programmer at the your government agency? And can I please have a Digimon? I don't even care what Digimon. I just want a Digimon. So what is important here? And no, maybe only I'm interested in this, but I'd love to see what laws they have passed about Digimon. Yeah, like that would must be so weird to legislate because you'd actually have to convince like half of the Japanese parliament that they even exist. No, I'd really like to see what kind of law about this. Like, I think par- maybe parliament's aware. Well, clearly their law was just an immigration ban. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah. topical. Jeez. Ah. So Yoshino's following him around and keeps on saying, look, I'm going to follow you around until you decide to join DATS because bo- my boss has told me not to erase your memories. So the only option is for you to join DATS. So you should join DATS. So Masaru then stops at his sister's school and all the chickens and the rabbits at the school are dead. And Yoshino says it's because of a Digimon because her, her, her radar, her Dragon Ball radar on her Digivice showed her. Which you will note has no pings on it. It's like pulsing out some stuff. And she's like, look, it's a radar. And you're like, there's nothing on that. At least the dragon radar had the decency to show you like, it's over there, it's over there, it's over there. Yeah. So you find out that there's this little kid who was meant to be watching them and now basically needs counselling because all these chickens and rabbits are dead now. Then Agumon and Masaru are very excited because Agumon has jumped out of the Digivice and they said, we're going to fight. Like, they're not saying we're going to... They're not happy that they're going to do something good. They just want to fight. 
Hey, May. Yeah? Where have you seen a story of a yellow monster with red bits on it that refuses to stay in the Pokeball? Okay, no. This does not sound... It's not like Pokeball. On an impetuous young boy who wants to have an adventure. No, it's different because... And he wants to be the very best. Yes, but did Ash punch... The best there ever was. Jay, did Ash punch Pikachu? To punch the ball is his real test. uh, Honestly, in the first episode of Pokemon... Pikachu is so obnoxious, I would have punched him. Ash did not punch him. I was like, don't worry, Pikachu. I'm your friend, Pikachu. If you tried to punch Pikachu, you'd die. Yes, but if you tried to punch Agumon, the fire frog lizard, you'd he die. He never uses any fire because he, he fist fights you. Pikachu can't fist fight you because he has stubby little arms and legs. And if you touch him at all, you get shocked to death. Yes, but also a dinosaur. A dinosaur, Jay. I could fight a dinosaur. Dinosaur. I could fight him. I fight him every day. So they then Masaru loudly proclaims, "Don't worry, don't worry, little sister. I, I will, I will, call, I will save this problem. I will, I will be the savior. I will do this." Come back there. It's so cute. So Ogumon, Masaru, Yoshino, and Lalamon come back at night, and Masaru puts Ogumon in the chicken coop because the culprit will return to the scene of the crime. Which doesn't make any sense yes. because they didn't have to lock it. First of all, that is just not true. That is a weird statement that people make, and it doesn't make any sense. I mean, apparently it worked in the show. Like he did come back. And also, it doesn't make any sense because that is a phrase that would only apply to human psychology mm. and their interest in things. If this mm. was a Digimon who was hungry, they wouldn't necessarily. If he's arguing that the Digimon no think will think there is more food there later, that's an interesting point. But Digimon, by and large, don't know how locks work. Look, there because are... they're new to the world, right? Yeah, but there are two things that happen. Can, can you just Did confirm you... that I'm talking about yes, this? Because but... I'm not. I didn't actually finish. Yes, but there are two things that happen in the scene that are just for the plot. The the Digimon just c- coming there as. Masaru predicted and them having to lock the gate so about the locking the gate was what I'm trying to get at Digimon don't know what locks are generally so they shouldn't so whatever Digimon ate these chickens or whatever wouldn't know the difference if it was locked or unlocked right yeah okay well why did he feel like he had to actually physically lock Agumon in because look as I just said it's because it it was plot convenient because they needed to show Lalamon evolving to Sunflowmon because we needed to see another evolution that did not require Agumon to be in there yes because it, it was the reason why she evolved Lalamon it was because Agumon couldn't get out because Masara was fiddling with the lock because he forgot the combination you could have just had Daimon going like I'm gonna go fight now and have Agumon there like yeah and then Yoshi goes no this is a dad's job and you didn't join dad's mm. this is my thing and then goes she could have done that just fine yeah so as I said, like, it's very... And these are the only two slightly mildly plot-convenient nitpicks that I'm doing right now. Is that him coming back to the scene of the crime kind of doesn't make sense. And also him locking the cage doesn't make sense if you if it's not put for plot convenience. Even if he were to hang the lock on there, why would he actually turn the numbers on the... Yes, I know. Oh. It's, it's, it's so they can do the script. Also, there's a hole in the fence, which he doesn't even try to crawl out of. He's very big. He's very large. He doesn't try. So in the dub, Agumon says... I hate being cooped up, locked up like a criminal, or a chicken, or a criminal chicken. So the boy in charge of the animals comes to the cage, and he says, I never wanted to take care of them. And then Akunamon's taking control of him. So he was possessed. Yes, but in the dub... This is a thing Digimon can do now. Yes, but the weird thing is, in the dub, he seems like, I know, more lucid. In the original, he's just like... I didn't even want to take care of them, but he helped me. And almost in the dub, it seems like he is in control. Like, the kid is in control more more than the Kunamon is. 
So I always think that Kunamon has mind control abilities because of the poison or something, or like the electric currents, which are shown in some anime to control people with what? electric currents. What are you talking about? Because Kunamon has electric currents. So? You, you just you just asked why Kunamon was able to control him. But electric currents wouldn't make any sense why he'd be inside the kid, like phasing out like a ghost. Yeah, well, also that. He's possessing him, kind of. So Yoshino says that Dats will take care of this and Lalamon goes to fight. Masaru forgets the lock combination and Yoshino evolves Lalamon to Sunflomon. Kunamon evolves to a cocoon and, to, and then to Flymon after being defeated by Sunflomon and Masaru can't get Digisol out so he runs to fight Flymon, punches him in the face and gets <laughs> his Digisol out because that's how you get the Digisol. Agumon defeats Flymon and then the old man is there again and he says, hey, you should go to the digital world. Also, he's dressed like a, like a bug catcher now. Yes. Because he just is he dresses up for different weird outside jobs or yeah. hobbies, I guess. Yeah. Great. He's a friendly old good, man. Good on you, Genai. So in the dub, he's, Marcus is told that there are lots of Digimon to fight in the digital world. And Marcus says he wants to become the ultimate fighter in both worlds. Not Yay. just the, not, not just the human world. Like this is his goal. And then he goes to Dats and he said, Satsuma. I want to work here. So he his goal in all this, it's not to, I want to make the world a better place or I want to save both worlds. I want to save the real world. I want to save my hometown. It's, I want to punch. I want to fight. So let's talk about how A, Dats is still calling Agumon Raptor 1. Yeah. He said Agumon like five times. Yeah, at this point he's Agumon. And also, in the Japanese he goes, please let me work for Dats. Like, that's why he does, he puts his hands down and he puts his head down. Yeah. He wants to work there. Whereas in the English he says, I'll do you guys a favor and I'll, I'll you know, volunteer to work for yeah. Dats. Like, it's totally different. Yeah. Okay. And then in the next scene, we see a boy with a Gaomon, and the Gaomon calls him Master, and the boy says that he's about to arrive in his mother's birthplace, or, or his homeland. In the, in the English, he just says, in my homeland, right? Yeah, he's saying, I'm coming home at last. Which means, like, he was born here, whereas, uh, rather than his mom was born here. Yes. Very different. Also, it's a, he's clearly in, like, a private jet. Yes. So we know that... He's a rich American kid. He, he's either... He's not American, he's Austrian, actually. I'm shocked. Yeah. No, what I like about anime is sometimes they're not always just American. Sorry. I mean, like, he's blonde. I just assume. You're right. Blonde just means... Europe- it could mean European. It means Western foreigner. Yeah. It means gaijin. So he is half Austrian, half Japanese. His mother is Japanese, as we find out in this scene. What do you think of this episode as someone who is new to Digimon? This is beginning to push into, like, standard Digimon look a monster of the week thing. It's fine. It does more punching, which is great. It, it hits its notes. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's it's not boring, and it's it was the second I know, but time. It's there. There aren't huge problems that are ruining the episode. Oh, for yet. sure. And it's isn't that amazing that that's high praise. Yeah, well, now it is. But the thing is, there were those two things, but those were those were nitpicks. It was the whole what? How, why would the criminal sh- show back at the point? I know that's a that's a trope in media that the criminal always returns, and then why would he lock him up? But it's very plot convenient things but they're not huge no, problems i will actually forg- no in operation i will forgive what happened because if the killing of the chickens and stuff was not because of food it was actually a what's it called um the boys a job, representation yeah. Of the boy's resentment for the job. Yes. And that was why it happened. Of course he'd come back. Because he's been thinking about it. That makes yeah. perfect sense. It's just that the characters couldn't have known that. Yes. So their decisions didn't make a lot of sense. And then to lock it up. But however, however, you can explain that because Daimon's an idiot. And that's canon. Yes. So that's the best thing. That whenever some, whenever one of the characters, like especially no. Masaru. If Masaru says something stupid, you can explain it. If anyone else does it, that shouldn't yes. be doing that. But he's 
in canon a moron, and yes. that's great. So it speaks a lot for the quality of an episode where we say these are the two issues, but we can easily explain why, like what why they happened. Besides, because it was in the script, because it makes sort of like if if, it, if it's to me, like be a metaphor of the kid's hate of this job that he's been given that he doesn't want to do, and then it's Masaru being an idiot. Like that's an explanation, mm. e- even if it still is plot convenient. No, we have an explanation for that, and it's a reasonable explanation. It makes me go, oh, okay, that makes sense. Hey, idiots make stuff happen in the plot all the time. And that's what I think Saver's going to do well, is Masaru's not smart. No, and he's not. the thing is, Taichi was kind of like, he wasn't really smart, but he sort of got the basics of strategy. This guy's just like, I'm going to punch some things. Tai was a functional person. Yeah. Whereas this guy's like, hey, you know that big orange lizard? It's a frog, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what frogs look like, right? Yeah, that's what a frog looks like. <laughs> that line really encapsulates what this character is. And Taichi wanted to save the world because, you know, it's the right thing to do and he's the protagonist. He wants to save the world. Well, there's no world to save here. Well, I know, but there's Tokyo to save. There's the hometown. No, I mean, there's nothing to save. Nothing's in danger. There's some wild animals going around. It's the same amount of work as being an animal control is. And in Tamers, likewise, when they were, take, when they were having fights with Digimon in the real world, Takato, I think, was doing it like 50% because it's a good thing to do and 50%, I get to be a Tamer now. He just likes Digimon so much. Meanwhile, Masaru just like, I just want to fight. Like, this is just an outlet for me fighting and now I can become the ultimate champion. I love to do the puncho. He just wants to do the punch. It's it's so great. He's many punch teenager. Double KO. How would you rate this episode? It's a six. However, it's a Savers six. Keeping in mind that the Savers seven last episode was a Frontier ten. Really? Wow. It was enjoyable. Which, I could, which is more than I could say for any Frontier episode. So would you say that both these episodes together were more enjoyable than anything we saw in Frontier? Yes. Because I believe these two episodes, from what I remember, set up the tone of this, the whole show. Like, it doesn't change from this tone. It doesn't become anything else than what it is now. It's just like, it is a bit of a big, dumb shonen anime with lots of punching. I'm just concerned he's going to drag for 48 episodes. No, but you you get other characters who can also pick up the, the show. It's not just the case in Frontier. And I, I know we shouldn't talk about previous seasons, which we've already finished covering, but in the case of Frontier where, hey, it's the Takuya and Koji show with supporting cast that do nothing for the second half of the season. In this show, everyone is on the same level and every character, even the ones without Digimon, are part of the show. And You're not they- really identifying an issue that I had a problem with. I don't really care who gets what amount of showtime. If do. it was just Masaru, he's he's the main character and everyone else is a side character, I don't care. What's important to me is that the show is entertaining. Yes. And Frontier dragged like anything. And I'm so sick. So absolutely sick of the Digimon cycle of here's a character, here's their episode, here's an evolution. Here's the other character, here's their episode, here's their evolution, here's another character, here's their episode, here's their evolution. And you're there for every character, and then you start again, and you do it twice. Mm. So you have three cycles of this, and that takes half the season, and I'm so sick of it. And just do something else. Just do shonen arcs are not hard. Every shonen, every shonen show basically has the same story, and that's okay. See, I Just still, do that. I still love the evolution 
evolution arcs as a kid in Digimon because they're exciting. We learnt a new thing. They're not exciting. They're so boring. It was always dramatic. But no, I, I see what you mean, how... You just want the actual story and not just like, we have to pause from the kind of story to have these episodes where they get stronger. Keep in mind, this is my fifth season in a row. And for four seasons in a row, they have managed to do this exactly. And I think what shows it is that, you know, Try doesn't. I know it it like it did have its evolution bits and it tried to get there, but that wasn't what the episodes were about. Oh no, I think you might actually like Young Hunters. there and- Because it, it doesn't rely on any evolution arc in Young Hunters at all and people hated that and same with Cross Wars it didn't have as many this is now your evolution arc welcome to five episodes of the same plot with Monster of the Week and now we get a new Digimon this Cross Wars and Young Hunters didn't have that because they didn't sort of have like the ensemble team as much so we didn't have that evolution arc they, they did have evolutions that showed up in the episode but it wasn't like the whole episode that was about that it was more like in Atmon so I think you might actually like Young Hunters, which everyone hates. We'll, we'll see. But also, I hate Digimon, so if everyone who likes Digimon hates Young Hunters, I can't see why I wouldn't like it. I think Young Hunters is actually a lot like Atmon. It's not as good. It's not as good as Atmon. Okay. Atmon still leagues better, but oh. I know I always think that Young Hunters is probably one of my favorites, and I don't know why, because everyone seems to hate it. I don't it. know anything about it, so let's... Well, just... all I've told you is that people hate it. Yeah, I know. What a great setup for the show you like. My favorite Digimon's in it. It's Sparrowmon. I love Sparrowmon. Sure. It's a little yellow plane. I love him. <laughs> it's not even a sparrow. <laughs> Shut up. It's a little birdie. It's a bird Call plane. Call it Harriamon, like a normal person. So I think I gave this episode an eight in my notes. You did? I don't know why. Uh, I think... Uh, it's worse than the first okay, episode. So, What's wrong okay, with so you? I was very excited, but after discussing it, I, th- I think I'm going to have to agree with your six. Yeah. So what's what's a saver six on the frontier scale? Eight or a nine. What about on the tamer scale? It's a six. Oh, so, so you're saying that tamers and savers are going to have the same scale? More or less. That's, that, that's good. No, because you see, you only get special scales when something is of a totally different level of quality and that only happens in weird circumstances, i.e. frontier when I was never entertained once. When you're never entertained once, you have to change the scale. Yeah. Because if six is part, is is more good than bad, but you were never entertained once, what's a ten in the scale of I would does that mean you were entertained twice? Right? Yeah. Whereas like if I'm if the show is making me actively smile, that breaks the chart. You have to pick a new chart. But because the frontier Save, chart wait, was... Wait, Savers was making you smile? Yeah, when you're having a fist fight with Argumon, it's hilarious. It's great, I love it. Whenever I, love I go into so capital letters in my notes, I'm smiling, right? No, you go into capitals a lot in Frontier. No, no, like, no, no, no. When, in like, this, in when these the moon notes, disappeared. I mean, these notes. I know it's unclear a lot of the time. But in these notes, I was smiling when I did that. Because I'm like, whoa, this thing is happening! Whereas in Frontier, it was so stupid... So, like, Tamers, Tamers was no massive work of art. It was a fine season. And this, if it continues this way, will be a fine season. Can we just talk about your notes for a second? Because I'm pretty sure my one of my favourite notes that just comes to mind whenever I think about your notes is in Tamers, when Leomon dies, you just say, I guess he died then. And I'm pretty sure it's along those lines of, like, it's just like... I was really excited to look look for your re- reaction, but it was so like, guess he dies. <laughs> I don't remember. I guess he's dead now. <laughs> I and guess. I was like, oh, that was just, that was completely anticlimactic of what I thought. I was like, oh my God, they killed a partner. Oh Why would God. I think that was anything special? I don't know. Who you're just cares? Like, 
guess he's dead. Because it's not like they killed anyone important. I'm pretty sure I've seen you have also funnier notes. I just can't remember. It's like, oh, I think your reaction to Vandemon coming back in season two, it's like, oh, it's Vandemon again. It's just so like nothing common. Like, not there, there goes Vandemon. He's here now. Oh, he's here. I remember that voice from anyway. Oh, yeah, it's Vandemon. Okay, cool. But then other times it's just the, the moon one kills me. No, no, like... It's, they blew up the moon! Why aren't they all dead? I love your notes. Your notes are a treasure. Oh, it's it's a fun time. See, my notes are just me being excited. Your notes are just like getting really like e- either mad or excited over things. And then other things just like, okay, well, I guess and that happened. A lot of the time it's filled with me asking questions that the scriptwriters refuse to answer. Yeah, but in Savers that does not happen. I skimmed your notes. It did not happen. It's true. Front- okay, there is going to be a recovery period after Frontier. We- we broke all of the bones in our bodies trying to get through it. And right now, everything's tender. So, like, I, I'm probably going to be nicer to this show in comparison. I think people said that you would be. People said, well, Savers isn't, is not is just mediocre, but Jay will think it's better because he just came out of Frontier. And also, like, there's going to be a lot of comparison and it's not going to be pretty in hindsight. And Frontier is, like, the, one of the worst... It might be, it, it might be the worst full season of a TV show I have ever watched. Well, to be fair, that's because if you were watching it on your own, because by some miracle it was just something you wanted to watch, and I've you watched were, all of Dexter. And you look, Dexter was good for like six. I know, seasons. I watched the whole last season. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I watched all every episode and yeah. So oh, I'm still I'm still not over the ending of Dexter. I did not watch the fourth season of Sherlock, which was so bad that the fan base had a full conspiracy theory that there must be a secret fourth episode to make the bad writing make sense. Woof. They acknowledged the 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 psychotic fans of the show acknowledged like the psychotic element of the show, yeah. show's fan base acknowledged the writing was so bad there must be a secret episode to explain yeah. so why anyway, it's so bad what I was saying was the reason you haven't watched anything that was that bad as a, as a full season is because if you're watching anything that you didn't like as much as you didn't like Frontier, you would have stopped like ten episodes in. I I because usually like, give it the rule of four. But if you get four episodes into something and you don't and you don't like it, it's not gonna be for you. Yeah. So you probably would have dropped Frontier so you wouldn't have watched all of it. So that's probably why you think it's the worst full season in your opinion that you've watched. However, I should state, given I recommend Gurun Lagan to you, and I'm gonna probably make other comparisons to it. That is a the rule of four is terrible for Gurun Lagan because episode four is the joke episode. Yeah. That uh that got like a television executive fired. Yeah. I think you've mentioned that before. Oh, that's a great story. It's like putting your face next to a butt and then the butt farts. The television executive said that about episode four. So what was the main difference between the English and the Japanese version that you noticed? Uh, I feel like I noticed very few Because mine is still Masaru calling Yoshino toots. I don't know. It, it just, it's just weird. Also, the addition of that line of the criminal chicken. Yeah. I don't know. It's something about that line, man. It, to me, it's the, um, it's Thomas at the end when he's, um, when he's like, it's, it's, it's not, I'm going to my mother's homeland. It's like, I'm going to return home. Mm. On one hand, it's an issue of identity. Like, I've never been to Japan and now I'm going to find out what it's like. Yeah. And I'd be interested to know if that's what is actually going to happen. He's going to be like this weird outsider from Norway and be like, what was it? Austria. 
Austria, same same, mm. same, same, same thing. Um, it's both in Europe. So he's going to be like, I've never been to Japan. I don't know. If he speaks Japanese, that would be... I guess it was his... It was he's his speaking mom. in Japanese right this second. Yeah, but that doesn't always mean anything. All the characters... None of the characters in Attack on Titan are technically speaking Look, Japanese. My favourite thing that I've ever seen in anime ever was... I can't even remember what the anime is called. Um, I think it's something to do with robots because I was really into robots so I would literally watch Continue. any anime that had robots in it. Okay, so I was watching the English dub because that's all I, I could find. Yes. So I think it was the only thing I could find legally. Continue. Anyway, so they're these characters and they're talking and they're working They're working in office and then someone walks in and starts saying, hello, is anyone here? And then the other, in English, and the two characters who are working say, I don't know, is she speaking English? I don't know. I think she's speaking English. Do you speak English? I speak English. Is this the direct translation? Yeah, yes, because it's, it's so strange because I'm used to in anime where they say, okay, that per- we need to say, are they speaking English? They need to say it's a different language. Yeah. And they say, oh, are they speaking French? And then to actually have the character speaking that language, not this character is speaking English and we are also speaking English. I think it's like, I think it's something called like Sakura Wars or something. I have no idea. But it just, it struck me as something that's so strange because like, Hello, is anyone here? Spoken in English. Um, she's speaking English. I don't speak English. Do you speak English? Also <laughs> spoken in English. It is so strange and it's so out of, and I will always remember that. And I think I was meant to um, mention this in our, in our Odaiba Day episode, which I'm not going to tell the topic because it's not out yet. Ha, oh, I almost Ooh. spoiled something there. Ooh. So I, I've been always meaning to mention that, but I always forgot at the last minute. But oh my God, this anime, I don't even remember what it was. Sakura something, I don't know, about robots. I don't know, I guess. I, They're in Japan. I want to mention just while we're on the topic of, it's kind of anime, it's Japanese, uh, and languages. I just want to give a, a brief little shout out to Tekken, whose policy has been in every game, every character speaks the language of their native country. Yes. So, like, Heihachi is speaking Japanese and... Like, Paul is speaking English, and they're having a conversation. And then, um, I don't remember what the guy... There's, like, an Italian guy. He shows up and just starts speaking Italian. Then the Russian guy walks in, he's speaking Russian. And they're all speaking their own language to each other. And everyone understands everyone, because whatever doesn't matter yeah it just makes sense that a character from a country would speak that language so that's what they do but for this episode i didn't notice that many differences i guess there were some like minor changes and ads sasses him while he's in the box yeah and that's that that's funny but for the most part it's more or less the same i'm glad they kept in the uma hunter one like well what are they gonna call what are they gonna do instead they left it the same and it's i really really do appreciate when they leave in something that i like it's an unidentified mystery animal something like that I don't know. What are your overall thoughts about how this season has started? It's got one of the strongest starts. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm so burnt out on Digimon. I'm so sick of this show. We've been doing it for like, what, two and a half years? Yeah. Over two years, yeah. I'm really sick of it. Like, every week. It's okay, we're almost done. I can't, I can't pretend otherwise, and it would be disingenuous of me to, to say anything else. But you still managed to put on a good show, at least. But I'm here. You're here. So, it is, it made me smile, but I'm, Frontier has made me despair. Okay, so let's just say Frontier never existed, and you are watching this after just watching the Tamers. You, the last thing you saw was Tamers, maybe Try, maybe Atmon. I'd probably feel a lot better, because I'd be like, oh yeah, no, they can have fresh ideas, and they can do stuff with it. And you know, Tamers had problems, but they could probably improve on those. And we could probably go from there. What Frontier told me was that no matter how high your hopes get, 
if you just watch Tamer's Frontier, sorry, no, Tamer's Try and Atmon next to each other, the three best things Digimon's ever done. And if you just watch that, and then you watch Frontier, you learn that the Digimon writers do not have a consistent improvement over time. They can regress at any moment, and they can just churn out the worst thing you've ever seen all at once and there's no hope for the show in that way you can't you can't go in with expectations you can't say you know what i liked last season of orange is the new black i'm probably gonna like the next season of it imagine if you just walked in the next season and it was drek and it wasn't just drek it was unrelated drek that is the worst thing you've ever seen and you go i guess this was the show is now see for me pokemon and digimon both have like this alternating thing of every even numbered pokemon generation is my favorite and as for digimon it's every odd season of digimon is one of my favorites the odd season numbers for some reason of Digimon are better than the even num- numbered seasons in my opinion. It does seem that way. That's um the opposite of Star Trek. All their even numbers are good ones. Yes, yeah, the same as Pokemon. So I'm including Cross Wars all as season six. Because it's like, it's two and a half seasons, whatever, it's season six. So it's bad. And I'm not including Tries anything because it's a movie series and Atmon's season seven. Okay. Um, so basically, I like season one. Well, Try is season seven and Atmon is season one. Okay, if, if, if you're saying that Atmon Digimon's not part of Digimon, but it is. It's not, though. It's not called Digimon. Yes, it is. It's Digimon Universe. <laughs> I do this to you yeah, without his argument in reverse. You hate me. But <laughs> the thing is... He hate me. Whatever is the player. season seven is good. It, be it Try or be it Atmon. But I think Try doesn't really count on that scale because it's like a movie series. Everyone look up He Hate Me. He Hate Me. He was a football player in the XFL. Who remembers the XFL? No That's one right. remembers the no XFL. One. That was the one that ran, ran by the WWE, kind of. So what are your thoughts on the characters? Like, we have Masaru, who's <laughs> our not... just wanted to with the XFL yeah, instead. I know, but, but he's our not goggle kid, goggle kid. What do you think? I didn't even realize he didn't have goggles. I'm so happy. He gets them later, doesn't he? No. <gasps> it's not a spoiler. I'm just going to tell you, he great. doesn't get goggles. He doesn't have goggles. Digimon was kind of trying to reinvent themselves, sort of. I'm pretty happy about that. Part of me is like, but it's a tradition now. Like, it's. Because there's no reason, right? I know V-Tamer tells you, hey, there's a reason behind these goggles. It, it is also just like a, a character has goggles. That's just a thing. And we know that because like, even in the weird games, they have them. Yes. So this is actually the only protagonist that doesn't wear goggles. So, like, on one hand, that's interesting. On the other hand, like, because there's no reason for anyone else to have goggles, it just becomes... It, it does sort of seem like they're just embarrassed. That's just how it is. Yeah. And you're like, okay, sure. It's different. It's not, it's not bad. It's also the art style is rather different. Yeah, so it's, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just, like, at this point, whatever, it's season five. Go with it. So what, have you, what do you think about him as our main character anyway? Do you like him? I do, yeah. Do you like him better than Takuya? Probably not. Wait, Takuya? Wait, yeah. which one's he? Season four, Frontier. I thought you said Takuya. No. Yeah, I know. I hate Takuya. Takuya sucks. Do you prefer Davis or Takuya? Takuya. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I guess he was a better character, like better personality. I just hate Davis. He's just like awful person. Nice friends you got there, Davis. He's just awful. What about Yoshino, the girl, our mum friend? I, she's so passive. Like she's no, she's so passive in fights. She's so interesting outside of fights, but she because whenever a fight happens, she just sits off to the sideline. I like it all the time. She's sitting off on the sideline, then erase time she was doing stuff yeah and invading his home and chasing him in a car and so at the end of the day she's done nothing 
I know that doesn't make any sense, but I don't know. My impression of her isn't very much yet. I'm sure she'll improve. What about Thomas or Toma? Dude, it's he's been on the screen for five seconds. Do you seconds. have any predictions? Don't ask me a question. Predictions. How? He's been there for five seconds. Okay, good point. The fact that he might run into these characters at all is a mystery. You know what I like? It's got a similar cast size so far to Tamers. Sure, and but... And there's, there's a lot of parallels you can draw between Tamers. Like the whole starting of the of episode one... The government agency, besides them not kind of wanting to be evil, they kind of like seem to be okay. It's what almost you... like every story ever told has already been told. Speaking of characters, what do you think about the range of characters who aren't the main three? I wouldn't know. We've seen one guy. Well, we've seen Sayuri and we've seen Chika. And they seem to have, well, Sayuri seems to have a personality. I guess. I don't know. Oh, Give me a couple episodes to make a judgment. Yeah. And we also see Satsuma, their boss. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. His personality is I make decisions and I don't explain them. And how did the season start to how you predicted it will start? Like, how do, do you think you're enjoying it more than you thought? I didn't do thought? obnoxious synopsis. Don't do this to me. No, I'm just saying, when we, when we discussed it in our last Frontier episode, we were talking about, do you think you'd like it or not? Do you, was it, did, did it exceed your expectations? It exceeded my expectations because it was watchable. That's what Frontier did to me. Do you care about the characters? Like, do, do you act, are you starting to care about them? Like, you're getting the, the, this bond? with them i care about daimon and agumon and everyone else can go die well to be fair that's basically what the show has shown us so far is to care about those characters which is good I, I, it's good to care about your main characters yes imagine if you're like well i don't care about the main characters hey frontier how are you doing well you i remember you to be fair you didn't care about davis yeah but I, yeah hey zero two that makes sense. and in adventure you didn't care about any of the main characters for like most of the season yes but until eventual- the dark masters arc eventually the character Characterization built up and you got there. Yeah, you're like, oh no, Tai Chi's great. And then you learned in Zero Two that it has nothing to do with an amount of time. It has to do with an amount of effort and they didn't put in any. <laughs> I think we vaguely touched on this before, but do you have any thoughts about how Dats is just wiping people me- people's memory instead of just saying, oh, well, I guess I'll just forget. I think that it is a lazy plot device and I think that... But it's better than the alternative. So I think it's, a, it's, I think it's going to be used as a lazy plot oh, okay. device only. Whereas it can be a very interesting plot device, but the problem with that is it becomes very complicated very quickly. It's Men in Black. Once you no no, they have the ability of the Men in Black. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But Men in Black is so directed, and it's it's a device that you are issued, and it's specific, right? It's specific to uh, you forget the last ten minutes, mm. whatever. Or it might be like you forget the stuff that's like alien involved. But because they don't show you and they don't really explain it at all, we're left to assume that they can wipe any amount of memory at any time. Which, again, means that like, I don't know, maybe maybe Diamond's 18 and they've erased four years of his life so he thinks he's 14. Well, jeez. Maybe they wiped his dad's memory 10 years ago and so he doesn't know he has a family. Like, it could be anything! There are so many interesting things that could happen and they're never going to do any of them with this because they're not that kind of show. Right. So we actually have some discussion questions by patron supporter, listener, friend, wonderful person, amazing roleplay admin and host of the Moncast. Well, one of the hosts of the Moncast. Sam Krieger. And because Sam says that Savers is their favourite season. So, first of all, are there any mechanics, plot lines, Digimon from previous seasons that you would want to see again in this season? Are there any that you wouldn't want to see? And this is, these are all questions for you, Jay. So, mechanics, plot lines, or what? Mechanics, plot lines, Digimon. Okay, so mechanics... 
Mm, I can't think of any, honestly, because I like the... I I would prefer to see a show that was more based around... Like, I, I would love to see a training montage of them working out and punching harder because they worked hard than them collecting tags and evolving. If evolution didn't happen in this show, I'd be happier. Right. I would be much happier if Agumon was just a character that didn't change. And I know it's stupid because it's... it's oh, no, oh, no. I wish it was... I would like it to be like V-Tamer, where it's a thing that will happen halfway through the season and then he'll be different forever. Mm. And like, that would be... Like, because he's a character, and that's fine, and he doesn't have to turn into Greymon. It doesn't be weird because this guy doesn't have goggles. It's no, it's not a barely Digimon now. It's okay. Yeah. Just make it a fighting anime. Right. It has like a fighting tournament that he like enters Agumon in. Like it's a, it's like um it's like cockfighting. I don't know. Could be anything. I can't think of any other mechanic that I'd particularly enjoy. Like you said, that scanning data was a mechanic. That mechanic sucks. Yeah, in Frontier, yeah. Uh, Tamer's probably had a mechanic. And card Slash. Card Slash is crap. Move on. <gasps> um, just punch the Digimon. And in fact... That's a great mechanic, to be fair. It's such a good mechanic because the human can do stuff. Mm. I assume that he'll stop punching them later. But, oh, you good. that's a good head shake. I'm glad. Um, yeah, so I guess that's, that's that. So there was mechanics, plot lines? Well, I don't know. If there was a punch that sent someone to the moon, I'd take oh that. Oh my god. I would take that. And what about Digimon? Um, Vandemon. I, I, I know it's, it's too late because it wasn't in Tamers or, uh, Frontier. Or Frontier. You've so forgotten it's, its name already. It's just not as funny because it's so far removed. But I still love the idea of Vandemon being like the main bad guy in everything. But no, he sees the Agumon and is like, I will destroy him this time. But like, oh my god, anything. Okay, no, actually, I have a real answer. But, um. That was a real answer, wasn't it? No, 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 I have a real answer. Okay. Uh, Although I will say that, like, my Vandemon comes back thing is way less funny in this context because it's already been really funny because it got revealed for the try thing. Yeah. So it might be in try and I would die. I would die if we get to have, like, the same line again where Telmo's just like, are you kidding? I recognize that voice. There is a reason why she wouldn't remember. Oh my god, they erased everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But no, like it'd be that I think that'd be quite funny. No, my answer, my real answer, Demon. Is this the Dark Ocean? Oh, the Dark Ocean is this the Savers universe? Oh What about that you don't want to see? So many. Like any Digimon you just don't never want to see again. Oh my god, Black War Greymon. <laughs> uh Lucemon and Black War Greymon, like are just the worst villains, so I guess them. Um I don't know, like the Dark Monsters I wouldn't want to see back because they were good. They were special. I yeah, I don't want to see them ever again. Like unless I guess I guess in try maybe, but any other any other season, I don't want to see the Dark Monsters. I wouldn't want to see any of the legendary spirits ever again. Oh, the, the ancient warriors or no, the legendary or... spirits. Okay. I hate all of them. Right. Like if I saw Randomon again, I'd puke. <gasps> I love Randomon. It's nothing with her. I mean, it does because she's crap, but she's equally crap as the rest of them. Any other Digimon you'd never want to see again? Uh, I don't want to see the poop monster anymore. It just which one? You know the one, the Noomons? yellow one. Oh, Sukumon, right? Oh, I don't want to see the Noomons either. You're right. I just, oh, there God, are so I'm many poop God, Digimon's terrible, isn't it? So no no other Digimon you don't want to see? I don't know. Most of them. I hate Digimon. What do you want from me? <laughs> the second question is, compared to other seasons, how does the introduction to the season world and the world compare? I mean, there's a lot of questions you're going to ask. Like, it would be like Godzilla rampaging through Tokyo and then nobody noticing it happened, right? 
how can Kakatorimon blow up a McDonald's, sorry, a Wackdonald's, and it not be on the news the next day? And, like, nobody's oh, no, nobody's seen it. Yeah. It's a weird one, but other than that, I think it's fine. It's a gas leak. Yeah. yeah. But gas leaks don't get caught on camera, you know? Yeah, they and do. if people are interested in UMAs... Yeah. Maybe it's just a UMA. It was all UMA all over again. But that's the whole point. It is a UMA, and nobody's yeah. worried about it. The third question is, Marcus or Masaru? And Sam says that he'll leave this vague for us to interpret. So, Marcus... Marcus or Masaru? Masaru, I guess. Masaru, yeah, I love him more. First of all, he's cooler in Japanese, if that's what the question meant. And second of all, Masaru is a better name. And also, I feel like they call him Damon. Is his name Marcus Damon? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought that Damon, because it's like Damien, but different. I thought that was actually his name. No. So, the thing is, I always... Like, every Marcus I've ever met in Australia is this very nerdy-looking boy. So, for them to call a character who's like this big, dumb, shonen, punchy, punch, punch, punch man, Marcus, it just doesn't fit for me. And also, I don't like how Marcus is like, oh, he toots. Oh, he baby face. You hit him a fly girl. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta give him one of these. And I don't know, it just... I don't like Marcus, but I guess I've only seen two episodes of the dub and I've seen all of the original versions. So I, I'm, I'm ready to maybe like Marcus. I just, the, the name, it just does not sit well with me. And then question four, one thing you like the most about this season that you've seen so far and one thing that's disappointed you so far. Well, obviously the answer to the first one is the fist fighting. Dude that was great. Man. Love it. Love it. Love it. 100%. That's really excellent. And... What's, has anything directly disappointed me? I mean, uh, well, I had. I think the problem is I had no expectations whatsoever. I guess the that is seems really uninteresting. Mm. I think there's so many good ways you can make dats interesting and they've just like it's so boring. Dats should be this world's Hogwarts where you go, oh, I want to see him go there. And I'm just like, oh. Does he have to? See, my disappointment is I, and it's a dumb disappointment. It's a small, minor disappointment. Don't like Agumon's voice in either version, especially the English dub. He's just, it just doesn't sound like an Agumon to me, and it's because I just don't care. I'm so used to Agumon having that Daichi or Oh Tai. I don't know that voice. He doesn't have that. It's just it's completely different, and I know it's not the same Agumon. It just it doesn't look right for me, and I don't know. It's just ah. Uh. I get it. I just don't care. Screenshots of the week. Mine was Masaru just saying he's not a frog. I don't know why. I just really like the scene. Leave me alone. I th- th- there's no reason. I just his face is just like he's he's not a frog. Like he one hundred percent expected Agumon to be a frog. I don't know. It's just great. What's yours? Mine is when Masaru and Agumon did the double punch and. I- I added in the Street Fighter double KO. It was it was beautiful. It was wonderful. Digimon designs that were introduced. I will go through them slowly. Agumon 2005 edition. It's more. It's mostly worse. But a, it's human size, so it's giant, mm. which is kind of cool. Mm, he begums. And also, I do like the wrist straps now. Mm, no, I, I like them too. I don't like that his ears stick out, and I don't like that his nostrils are misplaced. Yeah. And I don't like that they changed his color. Yeah, they did. It's like a much. It, it seems lighter to me yeah. now. Huh. It seems more maybe closer to white than it is. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think that the parts of the design that you could feel like changed really i don't like basically if you took the old argument and put wrist wraps on him and then made him bigger i.e kept the design exactly the same and then changed a couple things that are not relevant to the design that's fine mm. but the bits that change about the design i'm not big on so what about kudamon 2005 edition i've never seen kudamon in the first place well he has a t- he has an original design and now he ha- and also well, how would has- i know that i know i was just specifying it i've seen all the digimon that you have seen with me okay so kudamon what's your thoughts i don't know it looks like a 
a ferret or whatever that Pokemon ferret. is. Oh, you mean the Pokemon ferret, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks more like a ferret because it's smaller, but yeah. like, is what it is. Lalamon? That's a Pokemon. Don't lie to me. Don't lal to you? I didn't say that. Don't lala to you? I didn't you? say that. What about Pawn Chessmon black and white? I don't know what the hell that is. They were the little ones also at Dats. One was black, one was white. They're called Pawn Chessmon. I have no They're clue. They're chess what... pieces. I have no clue what you're talking about. It wasn't introduced to okay, me. Okay, fine, fine. If it was in the background, I didn't notice it. No, he, he was going to... They were going to take Ogamon away. I have no clue. Okay, I guess we'll, I guess we'll cover them another time then. What about Kunamon? I'm not sure if I've seen him before. Who? Kunamon is a little insect wormy thing. Who? It's a little yellow worm evolved to Flymon oh, second episode. Looks familiar. I think we have talked about it before. What about Flymon? We've seen him before. Yeah, well, then ask me then. Um, what about Kamimon, the little friend-shaped turtle? This doesn't seem like a Digimon. This seems like a character from a different cartoon. Yeah, but I love him. I don't really so, know what he's doing look, here. I love Kamimon. I know he doesn't look like he fits in but i will fight for him to fit in okay, okay. he is my precious son and he's going to his first day of school and everyone's saying he doesn't fit in but <laughs> i will i will make people i will make him fit in by punching everyone i'll punch all his classmates what about gawamon who's a little blue doggy with boxing it. gloves oh you be do didn't see it okay i guess we'll talk about him next time then what about geo greymon uh it's like greymon different but geo why is he geo he doesn't throw rocks Good point. What about Sunflowmon? I hate her. It's a, it's a Pokemon. There's another like one that's exactly like I don't like, like her design. I don't know why. I just it's don't... A poke- that's because it's a Pokemon. No, it's it's the Sunflower... The Pokemon, Sunflora, but it can fly and it's kind of like a dragon. The reason you don't like it is because they're way too soft and simple, which is a Pokemon design. Yes. And Pokemon designs are fine. The problem is that Pokemon designs are set up against Pokemon designs and this is a single Pokemon design in Digimon. So it's really weird. And I... I cannot believe they just stole this. And I'm really like interested... They didn't steal it. It doesn't look that much like it. I just don't looks think... looks exactly like it. It doesn't. Sunflower... Put Sunflo- them right next to each other, Sunflo- I swear. Sunflower different. Sunflower look completely different. Then put it right next to it. Right now, right now. But yeah. later. Yeah. It looks, it looks different. So those are the Digimon that were introduced... The postmortem pat this week. First up, we have two weekly polls. One was kind of from two weeks ago, and we're just extending, extended it a bit because it's relevant still. And the other one because it's last week's episode. So first up was last week's episode question, which was, did you enjoy X Evolution? We got a comment from Riku who says that while they say they enjoyed it, it was probably only because they watched it in a group, so they didn't suffer too badly. So as for the results, there were 12 total votes. And seven people said that, yes, they did enjoy X Evolution. I'm disappointed in the rest of you five. You were all wrong. Wait. Wait, wait you mean seven? Wait, seven said yes? Yeah, seven enjoyed oh, it. Oh, I'm really disappointed in all seven. Oh, X Evolution was terrible. The second weekly poll for this week is, will Jay enjoy the first two episodes of Digimon Savers? Jay, what were the comments? Riku said, punch everything! And Chuckmon says, they predicted no, but they're willing to be wrong. It might be so absurd that I will love it. And that's their feeling. So this poll had 20 votes and 14 people said, yes, Jay will enjoy the first two episodes of Digimon Savers. Jay, did you enjoy the first two episodes of Digimon Savers? More than I thought I would. That's good. I just realized the only reason there were 12 votes on X Evolution is because while like 20 people, you know, proportionally watched um, uh, Frontier and whatever with us, only 12 people would even bother other watching X Evolution. So like that's forty percent of the audience is like, nah, not bothering with this crap. Well, I am glad that people actually enjoyed watching it. That means there's another eight votes no is what I'm trying to say. They're okay. just silent. Well votes. We, most of our votes most of our polls do get around twenty. Exactly. So that, that it makes sense. Not voting means they didn't watch it because it sucks. 
on, really? on, on to Gmail. Ryuchi says, will the podcast cover Fusion since it's only partly dubbed? And we will cover everything that is out in the dub. We will cover as much as we can. So we will cover all of Fusion. And if the last part of Fusion isn't dubbed by then, we will only be covering the, the third that third the part. Japanese. Or Young Hunters in Japanese. And... If that ever does get a dub, maybe we'll re- we'll rewatch it or I'll do something. But the point is, we will do as much as we can dubbed. We won't just stop at the start of Fusion because it's not all dubbed. We will watch Cross Wars and the dub of Fusion, and then we will cover Young Hunters in Japanese by itself if need be. But we will cover whatever we can in the dub. Is the answer? We'll call that one Lost Translation Mod because there's no translation. And then we'll just cry at Jeff Nimoy and say, "Hey, Jeff Nimoy, can you can you do this, please, for us?" The next question from Ryuchi is on the. The World Podcast may mention liking art books. Do I have any? Yes, I do. Uh, but I think uh, there's only two that come to mind that I own. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I own more. I probably only own two. And they're ones that I bought in Japan. I have the Neon Genesis Evangelion art book because when I went to Japan for the... I can't remember if it was the first or second time. But when I was 14, I was really into Evangelion, so I bought the art book there. The second one is the art from the Pokemon manga. And I bought that when I was in Japan for the third time, which was last September. Hyrule Historia count. Does Hyrule Historia count? Oh, wait, no, I also own the Digimon one. Okay, so I have Hyrule Historia, and I also have the Digimon art book that came out a couple of months ago for Try. And that I did not buy in Japan. I bought that online on CD Japan, which I recommend. So I do like art books. I also uh, have on pre-order the, the one that specifically I was talking about in this podcast, the With the World podcast that I was on, is the Digital Monsters version 1 to 5 to the 20th. And that art book's coming out, uh, I want to say, December this year. And I'm looking forward to that. And then Ryuchi says that they hope that you don't hate savers, Jay. I guess. Um, I'm with the will we got one from Clank saying, am I the only one who that liked Evix Evolution? And the answer is no. There are seven other people who liked it. Unless you voted, then six other people. Yeah. You're for Togatak, who says, X Evolution is conceptually interesting and sounds good by its synopsis, but the Uncanny Valley Digimon and the strange cinematic choices make it an awful fever dream uh, yeah, well, well, and, I would agree. you know frontier is kind of a cautionary tale about what happens when unrestricted capitalism causes the free market to run an entire planet with no government oversight world destroying digimon just can't get jobs after being released from prison deep within the planet's core and having to go back to a life of crime because they can't afford a train ticket jeez I think there might be some social commentary in here rather than analysis of the show, wow. and I appreciate it. That's great. I love uh, it. We got one from Ryudamon. Ryudamon. There's no I in that. It's Ryudamon. It's a Y. Yeah, and that's in. It said Ryu. Ryu. No, it's Ryu. Ryudamon. Sorry, how do you pronounce the guy from Street Fighter? Ryu. 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 No. Yes. Ha- okay. Oh my god. How, you're do, like... how do you pronounce Kyoto? Kyoto. Yes. There's a it's... Y. Yes. Kyoto. 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 Ryudamon. No, it's Ryudamon. Ryudamon. You just gave me Kyoto as an example. Yes, it's... No, Kyoto. It's not... Ryudamon. No, it... Anyway, continue. I know, we're probably both wrong because neither of us are fluent in Japanese. They said they enjoyed X Evolution, but it should have had more Digimon in it, like Ryudamon or Fan Bimon, which is like a Bimon, but it's a fan uh, to help Doramon. These are from the Pe- Pendulum X, which is like, I, I own 
all the Pendulum X versions. Man, now is not the time to brag. And we no, have one from McGann. No, but no, and McGann says, "Shut up! I really care about." <laughs> they it. don't think turning brains off is bad, but it's not an accurate way to describe the mindset of going into watching X Evolution. It does feel incomplete, but the emergent nature of the plot means you have to pay more attention. And it's true, you have to pay attention, and then you find out right at the end that the plot never showed up. Yeah, I still feel like <laughs> X Evolution is a movie that we are missing twenty minutes to. Twenty minutes, and all of them are um, exposition. Yeah, I feel like we're missing like a 20 minute discussion between Omegamon and Yggdrasil or something. And they cut it because it's boring. Yeah, I feel like, well, that was just talking for for 20 minutes. Let's cut it. Let's have more Doramon and Tokamon hanging out. We got one from Shadow Shinji who needs to get in the Shadow Robot. Who (laughs) uh, says X Evolution is one of the gems in Digimon that remains unnoticed but is gold. You do probably have to know a lot of stuff in advance before watching it in order to properly understand the main point of the film. It's not mainstream and that's probably probably what makes the movie special i mean that's one way of looking at it so i it- i agree that it ha- it has gone largely unnoticed and the same i believe for the savers movie and to be fair i haven't actually watched the savers movie I never felt like I wanted it. just didn't appeal to me. And I hadn't watched X Evolution until a couple of months before we started the podcast when Jay and I watched X Evolution. So they're just two things that didn't really super appeal to me. I mean, I like Dorimon, but didn't appeal to me. So maybe no one ever watched it. Does, isn't isn't saying that like you had to read a lot of stuff in advance to enjoy the movie or for it to make any sense? See, Is that not like a huge indictment of the show? If you were to watch Harry Potter, right? Like Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. the first one and you watched it and for whatever reason Harry's backstory is not there no not even that in the edit every second scene is gone mm. so just like it jumps around and doesn't make any sense mm. and suddenly he's in the chamber it's not chamber, chamber of secrets he's got the philosopher's stone and you're like what's happening what even is that because they never explained what and it then is and then Voldemort's there and then someone tells you oh you should have read the book that doesn't make the movie any good yeah no so I, I, I do see that point that like it, you can appreciate it if you read it before about it but at the same time I also disagree in that that doesn't make a good movie that you have to do you have to research the movie before you watch it when I want to watch a movie I don't want to do study beforehand i want to watch the movie and i want the movie to explain things to me and i feel like if this this movie is meant to be a standalone feature that you just you take the kids to see because it's a movie and it's out and they don't know anything about digimon and this movie should explain to you everything you need to know about digimon movies by design should be standalone and i think what's interesting what's most important here is that you look i'd seen x evolution before even and with you before we started the show and i'd done a little bit of reading because i wanted to know mitch was there and he'd never seen it before and he wasn't into Digimon before this. And he watched it and he goes, I did not know what was happening. And I think that is the gold standard to show you what's wrong with X Evolution. Yeah. And also, Mitch, since he didn't know Digimon, he didn't know their names. Because they weren't really given names. They weren't. No one was introduced. They just knew their names because they were different species. And what's important, I guess what that I should say there is that you can say that you like X Evolution. There is nothing wrong with saying you like it. You can like it all you want. You can think that this plot is interesting or that the fight scenes are fun or that you like Doraemon it doesn't matter you can like it there's nothing wrong with that I think that we can however say objectively X Evolution as a movie is bad it fails at the core objectives that Mm. a movie tries to get across which is A being self like having a self-contained story that is presented in an entertaining manner yes I don't think it manages that anyway 
Jay Ukyo says that Atmon McDonald's toys are totally a possibility in Japan. Better go to Japan then. May's coming up there right well, now. Well, maybe, maybe at this point. May, stop buying tickets. Put your phone down. No, 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 no. Stop, stop. First class. Come on. No teleportation fee. Um, no. <laughs> the the thing is, I maybe at this point, no, unless there's an Atmon season two. If there's an Atmon season two, I would say 100% they're going to have it the first opening week of the the new series or the Atmon movie or whatever. I, guess but I think we'll see. when there's like you know a couple of months left for Atmon it's like would would they depends Ma- how it ends and that's why I think them if there's an Atmon movie or there's an Atmon season 2 and Atmon I think is doing really well in Japan then I think it's, it's not too bad but maybe at this point if there's only going to be one season of Atmon which I'm going to be sad about because oh. I love the characters so much and I feel if they don't continue on I'll be like but I love them I don't want to meet any new Gogol kids we got one from Osaka who says is it just me or does Vitemi give more Osuka. Even more character development to Daisuke than Zero Two ever did. It gives him the same, well, I guess as development goes, he seems to maybe have learned something. But I mean, more in the sense that it tells you about his character. Mm. It tells you about his character very quickly. Mm. But that's because it's a parody. So it's kind of okay that it does that. Yeah. We got one from Salman332, who says that, uh, uh, if I recall correctly, is that what that one means? Uh, which? I-I-R-C. Yeah, the, the, uh, I-I-R-C. If I remember correctly. Yeah, if I, it, it's either if I recall correctly or if I remember correctly. I read somewhere that the studio actually intentionally does not develop Daisuke's character because they want him to be a foil to Ken who develops a lot. And I can see that. And that's nonsense. I have, I have heard that before, too. I but think that's... someone might have told us that when we were complaining about Daisuke in Zero that's the argument of the Sherlock season 3 it's okay we intentionally made it bad because of this other reason it doesn't make any sense Give them both development. I don't understand. You can make you can make Daisuke develop one way, and then have Ken develop the other way, and have them conflict that way. Don't make Daisuke not move at all. He doesn't learn anything. Chuckmon says they think the biggest flaw of the movie uh, is the lack of context given to the world in the overall story. Can anyone offer any context to it? Um, being TV aired in 2005 in Japan, was there anything going on that could reasonably assume people would know about the world at the time it aired? They're not really sure why all life wanting to live would be such an amazing realization. Survival instinct is kind of instinctual. Yggdrasil was disappointing. This was what happens when you have an inaccessible god king ruling you. Can't the digital world have a decent monarchy for once? Uh, or is the idea uh, we wanna, that we want to set up polling places? And more royal knights uh, they did kind of like magnamon though i and like as, magnamon as to atmon 41 uh they think that a connection between uh, kid and atmon through the touch interface on the aptly drive duo is a great idea it almost makes up for the hideous des- uh, device design um, did anyone else notice one of the text bubbles from Naito's uh, balloon app? Uh, on subway said, Dave, no hamburger, no life. Oh my god, I didn't. That's beautiful. I said, it's hilarious. Um, also, uh, they noticed after the ED that it looks like McDonald's is now a sponsor. Um, will we be getting Atmon Happy Meal toys? <laughs> oh, we're really getting on that, huh? And maybe, or maybe just in Japan. Uh, it's definitely not coming to the West. Well, maybe. Because no one knows what Atmon is. I was just about to say Lotteria, but like, no, no, never mind. They're not the same um uh, and yeah, it would maybe. be pretty sweet that'd be cool we got one from wildling 64 who says x evolution is the black sheep of the franchise and reminded them of the bionicles movie oh my god boy did Random. it this, i've only seen one bionicle movie i think it's the first one but no the animation style it's it's very much the same i i can see what you mean there 
Um, Love Bionicle. As I said, I watched the X Evolution twice before, and looking back, the story makes sense to a degree, but only in the terms of what is happening to the digital world. As far as character arcs go, it's just Doraemon running away from threats. Um, and yeah. maybe it would make sense after reading Digimon Chronicle. I have no idea what that is. Um, it's a it's the manga that is meant to go alongside the I believe the Pendulum X toys. Yes. And I uh, I think that I I know that one of them came coupled with a manga inside as the manual. So maybe that's where it's from. I but I also thought that it was a manhwa and not a manga. But maybe we'll cover it on our manga special if we get to, get our hands on a legal copy. They also say that it should more. It looks more like it should exist as a grand finale to a larger story arc. And they like your theory that somebody is just tidying up their computer. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. Um, on Twitter, we got one from Zane the Third, who says that to fix, they would fix Frontier by adding another arc where the kids put the digital world back together, only to realize that they are the real monsters. Uh, which is like never-ending story, which is potentially a spoiler for a movie you've never seen. Um, I'm talking about from Ellie Vorg, who says, uh, like Jay, they're no, they are not a lifetime, lifelong Digimon fan. Overall, they found Sabers to be clearly the objectively best season while watching with a critical, nostalgia-free mindset, which has an asterisk to it. I wonder if that matches anything. It doesn't. It's just an. Asterisk. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, Ellie Vorg sent me a longer message, and they asterisk is the part that they wanted oh. me to say. Um, Sabers... And I left that one in. Whoops. <laughs> no, I left the asterisk in. I mean, uh, Sabers has the big stuff happening per episode ratio that's good to hear they can confirm may's tentative assertion that there is indeed a lot of love put into sabers by the writers there's all kinds of foreshadowing and subtle hints and characterization masaru is easily the most distinctive and interesting digimon protagonist for reasons beyond but connected to his digimon punching tendencies <laughs> jay likes gurren lagan and i believe his digimon sabers and gurren lagan are quite similar in tone mostly about fighting spirit actually yeah, yeah. um will the po- podcast be covering two episodes a week Yes. Yes. Series would flow better if each started on an even episode. I mean, oh, what? I think if we were, because I would always want to watch two episodes a week, because I feel like that's a better format. But I believe that um, Elivorg says that an episode that actually starts some things is an even numbered episode. And does that mean that next week we should, we should watch three? No, because we would to continue watching even numbered episodes until the end, until episode forty-eight. We would have to watch three and then another three to get it on that track. And then that, I don't know. That just I always already have a timetable laid out, so we'll, we'll be watching two a week. Oh, well. Oh, unfortunately. Our X-Evolution coverage skipped over the one part of the movie that they somewhat appreciated. To them, the main point of Dukemon's speech at the end wasn't to explain the plot. There was no hope left for that. It was to explain Yggdrasil's motives. They basically boiled down to the digital world was getting too complicated for it, which somehow meant it would die. So it was trying to reboot the world as something smaller and simpler in a desperate attempt to survive. And they kind of liked that. The supposedly wise, all-knowing god that the royal knights would happily commit mass murder in the name of uh, because they believe its judgment is absolute was actually just being selfish desperate hypocrite uh, granted the movie could have done much better job of presenting that rather than just telling us at the end but even so that part stuck out to me I like fallible gods they also believe that this means that May's theory wasn't actually a too terribly inaccurate metaphor uh, for what was going on my theory's the best um, first we got an anonymon who says that X evolution takes place in Koji's dad's computer and he's flattening it he's flattening it because it probably has all this information about other wives that he has and other sons that he's had Poor and told their moms were dead Iral Yuya says that they were trying to look for screen caps for Naito for one of the newer Atmon episodes to do some fan art uh, and our, our logo came up on the first Google Images I think page. it's because we kept on talking about Knight and his laugh in all the descriptions like Knight's laugh is still the best part of Atmon <laughs> um, about their last message Killer Queen Bites the Dust rewinds 
time and hour when somebody's identity is revealed. So basically, time would go back an hour whenever someone tries to spoil Jay, and also the person who spoiled would explode, or, I don't know, knowing may experience a minor inconvenience. Yep. Yep. Uh, double uh, Ichigo Power says, um, keep on with the MGS jokes and savers. It's not like we have someone who was uh, in Metal Gear Solid who worked in the dub. Because uh, it's Raiden, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. and then Metal Phantom on actually, because I asked, yeah. oh, really? Who? Because I didn't know. And because apparently I'm not able to Google things that day. Uh, Metal Phantom on said, Raiden from MGS is Marcus in the dub. Did you know that? Because you uh, love Metal Gear. I had no idea, man. I, it's, it's not... It's not. He's not even from MGS to me. I know he is in it, right? He's in 4, which is great. You played though, that one, didn't you? Okay, so he, he was initially in 2, which I tried to play, and it was just... Uh, so jank. Which one's Snake Eater? That's three. Snake Eater's yeah. three, which is awesome. He's not in that. And he's in four. And he's he's pretty important in four. But to me, he's in MGR, Metal Gear Rising, Revengeance. Was that not four? I thought that was four. No, Metal Gear Solid 4 is Guns of the Patriots. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is like a spin-off game, which where Ryan's the main character. All I know is the box. That's all I know about Metal Gear Solid is the box. And also, Snake, no. And also the end. And also the one. And you know, Snake Eater. Eater. Also, like, you, I played, like, the whole game at your house. You've seen the whole thing. Yeah, you've seen the pain with his bees that carry grenades at you. And it's also, great. Like, and there's one that you can kill just by, like, not playing the game for a week. Yeah. Uh, he just dies of old age. Yeah, I love that. that that's the I did that with Noah when, when, when I played it for the second time. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Um, also, you can, you can skip a cutscene early in the game. And when you skip the cutscene, the, the, the people that move around in the cutscene are still still present mm-hmm. and they still move around and they're still where they would be in the cutscene so you can pull out a sniper rifle and kill one of them and skip a boss fight later in the game I love that that's great it's actually the same guy I want to play that game now it's really 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 excellent I mm-hmm. recommend it really highly um, and we finally our last one is from Metro Subway Android who says that they've always had a great love for savers at a time when the franchise seemed dead they had naught but raw joy when they learned a new anime would soon be escaping from Japan it wasn't made there it escaped uh, with the kaijus it didn't want to go back to the institute uh, they finally remember uh, waiting each week for Toon Disney to broadcast the next episode and it seems nostalgically our podcast will be dropping them back in that same space they're feeling that not all of this love will survive Jay's inevitable onslaught it's not that inevitable honestly look at this episode Ho- hopefully but, you, re- you remain this positive that just means that the love that remains will be all the more genuine what doesn't kill it will make their love so much stronger yay I mean it'll it'll eliminate like half of it but the rest will be stronger it'll be like a big strong Agumon who just had some nums um, nom 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 Alright, everybody joins for the next episode of Fastest Finger First. Genius Thoma has returned. Beat Meremon. Or the new team of Marcus and Thomas. And new team's first ooting. Chase Dremogmen. Or Digital World, here we come! Isn't Dremogimon what Armadillomon turned into? No, no, that's Digmon. Dremogimon is the little purpley rat mole thing. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. With the crest episode. In in the crest episode. Tag episode. Wow, I can't believe you remember that. Oh my god. So, happy birthday to Chakmon. Sorry we ripped on Frontier. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm not. We we have your your suggested discussion after the credits, which, for those who aren't aware, is the off-topic discussion, and it's going to be Jay rewriting Frontier. So you can... Stay tuned after the outro for that.
Weekly Wonders this week. Mine is an app on the Google Play Store, which is called Adict. And what it is, it is a dictionary. Specifically, it is an English, Japanese and Japanese English dictionary, which I am using because I am now using an Android phone. And previously I was using Midori on my iPhone and Midori is not available on Google Play. So I've been spending the last like however many months that I've had this new phone trying to find an app that's as good as Midori. And I finally found one. It's called Adict and it's about the same price as Midori. I think it's a little bit cheaper it's like $12 Australian it's quite good it has all the features I want it, it shows stroke order it pronounces it for you you can look you can search kanji by drawing them in it's got everything that I wanted in an app and it's offline and it is quite good so I would recommend that if you are looking for a Japanese language dictionary on your Android phone what is your weekly wonder the only thing I can think of that's new this week is subscribe to H bomber guy on YouTube because he has a great video there called Sherlock is Garbage and Here's Why. If you want an hour and a half breakdown of exactly why Sherlock the TV show is not all it's cracked up to be. Essentially it boils down to it's really good at creating suspense for payoff to mysteries that you think will be interesting. But at the end there is no plan. Which if you watched a lot of Stephen Moffat Doctor Who turns out that's how he writes. Uh. Um, and also he has a great half an hour breakdown of what happened in the British election. Which was also great. And he's got a lot of other really interesting videos because he's clearly puts a lot of thought into his responses uh, and he's also very entertaining so yeah go take a look at that it's a good time so our link dump we linked in the description and as i said before stay tuned after the outro music for an off-topic discussion on rewriting frontier suggested by patreon supporter chakmon and this week's weekly poll is would you join dats options are hell yeah and yeah and i guess also (laughs) no i guess if you want to be boring i don't know (laughs) just don't add in the third option just like i I would totally join dats like my option is hell yeah because like you get a digimon and you get to like use the digimon and it's it's great all right so you can find our screenshots of the week and our weekly wonders linked in the description and in a link dump our red bubble is also linked on in our description and in a link dump and you can get more than just shirts there you can get mugs you can get pillows you can get scarves you can get like i know do not do you want a doona with digital enchilada on it hell yeah you do so i'm a very i'm a very good salesperson you can tell so you can contact us and stay updated you can email us at lostintranslation1 at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or message us on soundcloud you can follow us to find cool screenshots that i take and i make jokes and i think they're really super funny but no one else does i probably because i i'm the funniest person in the world so you can find us at translation on twitter and you can find us on lost in translation on tumblr facebook instagram and youtube we have a discussion thread on with the will and a reddit thread in the digimon subreddit and hey we'd really appreciate if you would review us on itunes stitcher or any podcast and listening service so we now have a website where you can vote on our weekly poll and that it will be in the header i set it up as a new post every week and then i bump into the header so it's a bit easier you can also donate to our patreon with the link in the description for mozilla's dollar a month and that gets you access to our list of slack chat group but there are high levels that have more rewards such as exclusive notes early episodes and more and thank you to our current patreon supporters uh, sam krieger who has a podcast called the moncast which talks about pokemon and digimon uh stevie who is stevie padwan on tumblr is currently taking commissions Wuchinglong, who you can find at twitch.tv forward slash Wuchinglong, Metal Mamimon, Joe, Penguin Mage, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy Kurosaki in the number one on YouTube, Chakmon, whose birthday we are celebrating, H12 Bamba, Hiro Lado, who's at Hiro Lado on Twitter, 
Jason Morosky, Ryuchi, Frost Magic on Archive of Our Own, Stephen Reeves, who is at Wildling64 on Twitter, Kaidawashi, Mac, Noam, Riku, Chisai, who is Chisai236 on Tumblr, Corey, Kyle, Delady Bugman, whose anime blog you can find at baguburagu.wordpress.com, Small Wolfie, who is on Tapastic as Small Wolfie and has a comic there called Eden of Melancholy, Tom, Glitchcode, Azrael McCool, Nicholas, Gene Hackmon, Matthew, Anthony, who is Anto Classic on Twitter, Lismet, who is a Lekmon on Tumblr, Sithobi, Ellie Vorg, who is Ellie Vorg on Tumblr, and Sporky McForkin. Yeah, you can also make a one-off donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash airdemon. And make sure to let us know us for the podcast. And thank you, Andy, who donated to the podcast. So thank you for that, Andy. And we hope you have a great day or weekend or whatever you're doing this weekend. I hope it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next time. And remember, join us after the outro for some rewriting of Frontier. Yay. Bye. So Chakmon says that he wants Jay to rewrite Frontier keeping all of the ingredients, trains, kids, settings. He can drop the stupid human versus beast basis for the legendary tale and eliminate any royal knights if he wants and make a good story. I believe something good is to be buried here in terms of story. Jay... Without further ado, do your thing. Okay, so I'm I'm very tired, so I'm going to read my notes. Basically verbatim, this has been thought out for about half an hour, which, admittedly, is more than the Frontier writers spent on it, but at the same time, I'm not a professional, I'm not a professional writer yet, um, and I didn't spend a lot of time on it, but I think it's also more interesting than Frontier, while keeping all of the same elements because of primarily laziness, honestly. Um, so, let's establish something. What was any good about Frontier? Well, first of all, the backstory, which amounts to there was a civil war, Lucimon stepped in to stop it, but then he went power mad, uh, he was stopped by the ten legendary spirits, then there were three great angels that stepped in to take over the management of the world, and then the world fell apart because Lucimon made Shurubon evil to respark the civil war again. Alright, that's where we are. Civil war is still going. That's interesting. Then what do we have to keep for it to still be frontierish? Well, there's spirit evolutions, uh, and there's trains. So what does that leave you with? You have a story about a war that the kids never wanted and didn't get to choose sides in. So let's get something straight. There was once a reason for the Civil War, but that was a long time ago, before the original Civil War began. Now, nowadays, the war is fought over more recent insults, offenses, and sort of the casualties. Human-type Digimon, or I guess the humans, I don't know, it's weird because humans means the kids, but you know what I mean. Uh, they're like, they wiped out the one of the beast starter villages, and then the beast Digimon killed a member of the human-type, like, royal family or whatever and they're holding some kind of royal egg to prevent it from respawning these are all just ideas everyone's angry um and there's like there's no common ground to find this is the basis of the war this is the setting that you're in everything is aggressive and everyone's on edge the kids arrive and the war's not going well for the human type digimon um they're being pushed back on all fronts they have two advantages the first is they control the underground train system which is secretly constructed by Seraphimon and Ophanimon 
This potentially is the issue that Churubimon turned on them for, for constructing this without his knowledge, for the human type's advantage. Mm. It could be argued in those flashbacks that this is for the good of everyone and they were just doing it as a personal project. It doesn't matter. The point is that Churubimon found it offensive enough mm. that he was able to get dark-sided over it. That Churubimon possibly has some sort of social anxiety that makes him, like, it looks to him like everyone hates him, but it's really, it's, it's not like they may be doing it for the good of both humans and beasts. Yeah. And it's the same, like, in general with the actual Frontier series. It honestly could have been a birthday present for him. It doesn't matter. What is important is that he didn't know about it at the time, and as a result of that, and having turned on them before they could have told him about it, it remains a secret to all but the human-type Digimon, uh-huh. who use it as part of their war effort to not die. The second is the Royal Knights, who are introduced very early in the story as the defenders of the human-type Digimon, presumably, the, like, whatever royal lineage they have. We know there are commands structures from the movie so there's no reason you couldn't have like a royal family going around who could even be like dis- direct descendants of the five human legendary warriors presuming they're split 50 50 which would make sense right because the legendary warriors didn't have the civil war split that everyone else did um so what's important is that the royal knights are seen early and they're seen as like really important really powerful like figures of justice who are working very hard on the good guys side you see them like kicking ass in the war and you get a really good sense that they are nice they're like good people with like particular morals which when they are shown later in the series after a lot of bloodshed and a lot of things have moved you will you will have a perspective on how those things have warped and how they have changed so the kids arrive and they step out of the train station and into the fire village they're spotted by the inhabitants so this is the first episode as you know it yeah and mostly there are scared civilians here in the Civil War, but they're all beast type Digimon. So they see humans. Uh-huh. They don't necessarily, you don't, most Digimon don't necessarily know what all other Digimon look like. These kids could be anything. They could be human type Digimon. In fact, they are mistaken as such. And they're re- reported to the local beast forces and the Cerberus thing, the fire dog is sent there after them, right? So he's aware and it's kind of this, I don't know, you can say it's like an urban legend among the beast types or at least it's something among the command where they know of like, there's an underground tra- train system and trying to find it. So his priority and something he's obsessed with and that gets across how important it is to the viewers, his priority is finding this underground train system. So he, that's why he starts eating all the data in the area. Mm-hmm. So he starts digging it all up and that's sort of how you get here and he accidentally reveals the fire spirit it doesn't really matter the fight goes as we remember and Beekmon and Tolmon uh, are the first beast Digimon to follow the humans around initially because they're mad that their house was destroyed and they want the kids to pay for it because they I think it's their fault hmm. and I think that would be really funny um, and when the data goes back it doesn't return the buildings because it doesn't make any sense why buildings that the Digimon would have built would be returned with the base data of the land because other buildings are just naturally destroyed but whatever um, the kids are involved in a mission uh, so they, they get they get caught up in the human type war and whatever and they get involved in a mission to take back the like you know an important power plant which you know has whatever strategic benefits they do a bunch of things that show the like horrors that the beast faction digimon are like perpetrating on the humans and what it should be presenting to you on the face of it is oh god the beasts are so horrible aren't they because it's you know it's a kid show but i think that you can do a really good job by like putting in the background 
like when fights are going down like yep. showing how awful the human types are and can be as well um and something that the kids will be exposed to later uh the evil spirits are like are their beast forms from the beginning and honestly i designed them a bit more beastly like because honestly let's be real gigasmon looks like a dude yeah and no, i see your point and and same with um zephyrmon yeah so they'd be more beastly than that but they would be I would say like one step below the Royal Knights, but there's five of them. So if mm. they were to get in a in a one on one fight against the Royal Knights, they would have been evenly matched. But the Royal Knights' weakness is that they are focused and they they have a job, and that job is specifically the protection of the royal family. Whereas the these warriors like they have much more freedom. Um, right. And so they're not, they're they are specifically directed to capture and not kill the kids to discover the whereabouts of the underground railway because Trubimon is obsessed with that mm. because he thinks that is the symbol and i'll go into this a bit later but that is like the key symbol of why he's become evil it's just it's a rallying thing that his mind has played over forever and he's just he he can't get over it um so he wants to capture them because he he knows they've used it and they also appear weak yeah sometimes they he you can even have a little subplot where like they think the legendary warriors who keep coming in to save like to save them because Uh no one figures out like a human's turning into a digimon so they think oh they're just showing up like this the, the ghosts of Agunimon, you know, he yeah. appeared. I don't know. You can do lots of stuff with that. The kids are aware of the legendary warriors and everyone around them can see... But as things move on and people become aware of it, can, can you pay at least a bit of attention while I'm talking? I'm sleepy. No, no I, I am listening. You are falling asleep while I'm no, talking. I'm, I'm it makes listening. me think what I'm saying is boring. No, no, it's not. It's just like, no, you put a lot of thought into this and it's amazing. I've never seen you so like actually putting lots of thought into anything that's Digimon Frontier related, even when we're covering Frontier. Put a lot of thought in pain analysis. I know, no, no, no. It's 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 really great to see that you're putting into okay, your thoughts. Just don't things. fall asleep, please. I wasn't. We're, we're at the home stretch, all right? Just because it's like, it's past two o'clock. It's uh, like... Dude, I know I'm tired too, yeah, but you just, made me do this. No, just continue. So... It's good. What's important is that um, the kids have a traditional evolution path of going from adult to champion to mega or perfect or whatever. But what they do is every time they evolve, what? What is it? No, I'm just. What's so funny? I don't know. I'm really tired. (laughs) Just continue. So what's important is that when they do this, every time they evolve from their base forms, they look more and more like the legendary warriors, and everyone can see that's what they're building up to. And I think you could have a really interesting sub subplot here, where the reason they might not directly evolve to their highest level every time is because the higher they go, the more like those individuals they become. It is clear the legendary warriors had personalities and if you become them you might they might lose their humanity in the process and it's something that they are concerned about and you can have a character arc about so the story progresses as it does in frontier um trubemon actively digs out huge chunks of the digital world in this case uh, not specifically for power but to find ofanimon's secret which she refuses to tell him um because um you know once they were close and uh at least trubemon has convinced himself that they were in love because that was a sub that was something yeah. that we kind of might have been a thing no, it, really... it, it was a thing like he trubemon was interested in ofanimon it was never clear everyone said that but it wasn't clear um and but he in this he's convinced 
convinced himself that he was in love with or he was in love with her um and because he cannot bear the idea that she would have betrayed him uh he won't kill her um and he won't harm her in any way he just keeps her in this cage of light mm. and he assumes that everything was Seraphimon's fault everything the railroad the betrayal that he imagines happened all of it I've even got a hint here that like every day he asks her to marry him and she always says god no. that's so creepy though yeah and then like after that he always always like where's Seraphimon's railroad like it's his project even though yeah. they were planning it equally and the backstory would make that very clear it's her idea as well and mm. he's just convinced himself otherwise um because he doesn't want that betrayal to be her fault um and Seraphimon is posed as like the arch enemy of the beast faction and like if the beasts are talking and they and they mention the three great angels they talk about Cherubimon they'd be like oh yeah Cherubimon he's a great leader and Ophanimon would be like there's nothing to be said and then Seraphimon's like oh we hate him he's like the oh he's the worst mm. it's not split between them it's him so when the kids, uh, so every time the kids sort of fight, they make allies and they make friends because they're the first people on the human side to have been open about talking to the beast side as anything like the, but feral beastly killers for years because everything's so dreadful on, on both sides and everyone knows the history of the war even though they don't really know why they're fighting anymore, right? Their leaders have told them they're fighting and they've always been fighting and they have reasons recently, but they have no systemic reasons for fighting other than they have always been doing so. The kids are a new force for that. And, they, and people are like, oh yeah, we have other options. Friendship, you know? Um, a party naturally builds around them. Um, they make friends, you know, they can defeat the evil spirits in the future. If you want to have one of them be Koichi, that's fine um, because it's still an interesting scenario that the greatest chance champion of the beast is actually a human and you can run a whole story about that if you want and that has nothing to do with him being koji's twin brother for no reason and he was teleported and after he died and who cares about that that all sucks but you can talk about what it would be like for the beast to have looked up to duskmon for i don't know any period of time possibly years because of time shenanigans and for that to and for that to like flip on them and how that would affect a society or at least a war effort so you know they find those extra four kids including the bullies um and it's revealed that you know if you want to go really dark you can have like the children who are on the other trains get captured or like killed in the process of ofanimon like just going i brought everyone i possibly could because i knew there was a prophecy and i knew that there were i some kids would show up i didn't know who it would be though so i had to call in as many as possible and i knew that some of them would get digivices right and then i'd talk to those kids and the rest of them were reasonable sacrifices because of fannymon is not really a good person right she, like she's not a bad person she made the sacrifice she needed to make but she's not an angel right Dude, you're writing like the best fan fiction ever also she, also by the way uh, the reason i was laughing is because i kept on making dumb jokes about the moon yeah oh, I, I have that in here. I oh, have, i'm so glad it comes out. Yeah, i wasn't like i mean i'm also like very tired and not making much sense so i'm glad that this is your part to talk and not mine because yeah. like my brain is just like ha the moon so I think that this would be a really good point for them to sort of turn on the human side ideologically and think if Ophanimon, who is the essentially the leader of the human type Digimon since Seraphimon has disappeared, if she can do something that you would consider anyone else doing evil and putting all these kids in danger and arguably killing them, if that if that's what you want to go for, then obviously the kids can have an interesting way of thinking about it there where they've already been challenging it by being friends with all these beast types and learning about their backstories and a lot of other stuff going on there. 
Um, so you give, uh, let's see, these other four kids the new spirits, but it's really difficult to sort of like deny the divisions between the old and the new kids because the the new these new kids have seen the human type cruelty up close, and they're another point of division. Like they're another point of like, questioning: Have we been doing the right thing the whole time? This would be like thirty episodes in, and you have felt like the human types were in the right, and it becomes clear at this point that it, it, this is where it sort of revealed like there was no reason. Like, no one really knows why we're fighting. So, Trumon is eventually defeated, as usual. Mm. Um, and it's revealed that the data he had, just so happens, is also, you know, a terrible power source. He was just hoarding it because it's like a big pile of dirt, you know? It's, I'm digging out the ground to find something. It's incidental that I have all this extra data. And so it's discovered at this point that it's a power source. Um, and it sinks into the ground and, you know, the whole world shakes. Uh, the Royal Knights, who are half mad with bloodlust because they're so desperate to get this, like, egg they're trying to save from the royal family, whatever. They visibly, you see it happen, succumb to, like, the evil they got Churubimon, that purple mist. You see that. You know that they're the same thing. In fact, I would change their design a little bit, if you could, like Churubimons did. Um, and they turn against the kids in this way. The Royal Knights essentially keep the kids busy and refuse to allow them to sleep or rest, um, like an instant, as the world dissolves around them. Which is a lot like that episode of Avatar, The Last Airbender, where they're running away from the the Fire Nation tank, mm. um, which was an awesome episode. Which... I had a dream I was a Firebender the other night. Amazing. And there was also a Digimon there, I think. So this is that's the, the, the theme I'm trying to go for with this idea here. Um, Breath of Wyvern absolutely sends the kids to the moon, um, which allows them to see the digital world dissolving from space, which uh, sort of hits them, the full implication of what's going on, uh, which is important because this is, this is a bit of a Metal Gear Solid 3 thing, where when they get to see the digital world from from a distance they get to understand and they get to you know philosophize about it that the world from a distance doesn't have borders and that everyone living on it is one combined uh, not, not like their race they're all digital digital monsters i guess and mm. the difference between beast type and digital human type which i would rename but whatever we're using it as important terms here there's really no division there. How about Doggo and not Doggo? Yeah, we're not saying that. <laughs> so they, they work that out. And... See, sorry, I'm just going to stop you for a second. I think the two times we were on the moon, I feel like they were, it was meant to show the viewer some, I don't know, grand scheme of things that like, oh, this is the world they're trying to protect and it's it's crumbling apart and it's being pulled apart by these royal knights. And I think it was meant to give that effect and like, and then that's why they sent us to the moon the second time to show us that it's all gone, to give you that idea of what like, what it looks like from far away, but it, they never actually drilled that thought home. I get that, but on one hand, what that was doing was saying like, look at the damage that's been done. And you go, yeah sure what I'm trying to say is beyond the damage that's been done let the characters realize something about because that experience of seeing the earth from space is a well documented like awe inspiring feeling and all they're doing is like man that's really damaged and I think they could do more than that um, I think it makes sense to go to the moon twice but I, I need to figure out where that would go Breath of Wyvern again it. for com confirmation let, and they see the castle let me, I don't know let me, yeah, sorry, talk, let me talk I'm getting there did you yeah. not read this I, I told you I wouldn't so I could oh i thought mind. you did 
Um, what a fresh okay, mind. so basically, I have it written here, and I'm sure I'd change it a little bit. But basically, um, what happens is they question, "How did we get on the moon? Didn't we just like lose a fight to the to the Royalists? I thought we were going to die because they've set up Breath of Wyvern earlier in the season as being the best attack ever. You know, they, like they did before. Everything that's hit with it is obliterated. That's the thing. Like the evil, the evil um, Digimon feared. Even you could even say Cherubimon feared it, and that was why he arranged it in a certain way that the Royal Knights wouldn't be coming after him specifically and he would never be on the same field as them you can big them up really hard about this right right yep right please please interact with me here no I know I am I just like I don't know when because I don't want to interrupt well, you well look at, at me okay I'll look at you then <laughs> uh, so the Royal Knights are really bigged up especially mm. Sinusmon what's his name Sinusmon what's his name Dinosmon Dinosmon I'm sorry Sinusmon that's oh, okay, me okay. I'm Sinusmon okay. there's so, my persona so Dinosmon's attack Breath of Wyvern is, is bigged up like amazing it should be the most overmoving all of Digimon, right? And they get to the moon, and what do they find? Sinuspawn. No, they find every Digimon he's hit with it. Either the beast Digimon he hit before he was fighting, or the um, the human type Digimon he's hit since he went mad. He all of them are up here on the moon, and they've started their own little community to look after each other because they needed to to survive. Right. And that's that's what they've been doing. And sure, if you want to send a castle to the moon, that's okay. They can have that too. And Sinuspawn's also And what's there. important is that the Royal Knights arrive, and they have a final showdown with the kids. Um, and the reason the kids win is because he goes and, and the, the kids have figured it out and they haven't directly pointed it out to the viewer yet if the viewer wants to figure it out they can totally do that mm-hmm. but when he goes breath of wyvern and the kids are like oh no and you cut to the eye catcher and you cut back and the kids are still standing there and dinosaur goes oh what breath of what like he looks completely shaken by his attack not working and then like fine let's say takuya does it because he's the main character and he goes we're already on the moon! <laughs> no, can, I want to add in like a, a bit of a funny gag. So let's say that later on the Mercurymon can still be there. So Mercurymon's there and he's like, maybe he makes fun of Dinosmon for being terrible. And Dinosmon's like, I'll show you Breath of Wyvern! But Mercurymon like reflects it and Dinosmon ends up on the moon. I don't know where that would, where that would fit I don't know, but this. I really want to see it. Because the whole point is he, he can't know that works until he dies. Anyway, so the world's all eaten up and all that's left is the train line. Because uh, the train line only existed after Lucimon fell, um, and it was designed to go. Uh, hold on, I can't. It was designed to go to the human world that Lucimon could never go to before. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the whole the whole deal is that he. Uh, blah, blah. No, the, there's the reason he wants the train line. Yeah. Okay. So basically, he le- the he's intentionally left it while he is eaten the world from the inside. Uh-huh. And the reason that he left is he knew it was being built because he was trapped in the in the planet when it was being built. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't get to it. And now he knows that if he sticks around, he knows how prophecies work. He's seen how history's recursive. He gets that. The digital world is a place where he gets beaten by the ten warriors and he doesn't want to do that. He's not up for round two. But he knows that the train system goes to the real world. So it has nothing to do with the train system being a representation of Cherubimon's pa- um, betra- uh, being betrayed by the mm. three great angels. It was all a long con for Lucimon to get to the real world. He knew about it and he orchestrated everything to make this work. Which, I mean, there are clues in front 
frontier, but it's clear that's not what happened, especially because the train system is irrelevant and he bashes through the, the roof of space. What this does is it exposes the entire system so that he can get there. Um, Lucimon does, and I think this uh, the ending uh, is a bit of work, but Lucimon, I would I think I would like to see what Lucimon does if he takes over the real world. I'd love to see that whole interaction. He gets up there. What does he do? How does He announces himself through these video screens, and that's terrible. What does he do if he just stands in the middle of... Like, he... He, like, Sword Island lines it, and it's just this massive presence in the sky, and he's just telling Tokyo, I rule this place now, what, like, here are my decrees, here is why I'm an evil, awful Digimon, and why, and I think what's important here is, it gives you a glimpse, through a really relatable lens, mm-hmm. which is the real world, why a power-mad Lucimon is, is a bad thing. Why did the legendary warriors have to stop him in the first place? Because he's just kind of a mean dude in Frontier. He's just like, oh, I don't like people. But in this case, you'd be able to see what particularly made Lucemon awful. And, I don't know, you got a big team up and people win. And, like, the kids, they fully transform into legendary warriors. There's some teary sacrifice where they go, look, for the good of the world, we will lose our personalities and ourselves yeah. to resurrect the legendary warriors because we know that's what we need to do. Um, it's <laughs> Their parents watch it. It's a whole big thing. I don't know. The, the kids in the Digimon thing, and they're probably fine in the end. Someone probably cries magical tears on them. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, and then Digimon live alongside the humans in the real world, and they work together to put the digital world back together. Yeah. And everyone li- and the Digimon have learned through their own civil war how to overcome division and how to because they are all together actively. They look like beast types yeah. to the humans. Yeah. So they understand how that interaction works now and yeah. won't make the same mistakes anymore um did you say the pokemon and Amon were in this yeah good they're they're, they're the first beast types to follow around because they're completely beastish most important and then uh, everyone lives in a big it's age fluffy. of prosperity and with the like the new opportunities afforded by access to a parallel dimension which they totally talk about because of course you can access the digital world from a train station gotcha and that's digimon frontier well done as, I th- I think at, you according did, to jay i think i think you did a good job i'm, I'm sorry that i was kind of like not to- replying to a lot of it but it was very interesting and i'm very sleepy so so check did, did you like that? Did you did you think that would be better than Frontier, or do you think it'd be worse than Frontier? I think I think Jay put in a surprisingly large amount of effort, and I'm very surprised. I thought he said, "Yeah, I just wouldn't like this is how he would write it. I, I would not make it." But I, I want it noted that again, that was half an hour's of work. Yeah, but you you did a it's a great deal of work for just half an hour. You did a great job. No, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with a team of writers wrote Frontier. Yes, and it's embarrassing that they couldn't like. And honestly, I know I'm not writing an episode of TV every week, and I know that that's not a thing but i think that thematically there's so much more to work with on this framework which largely encompasses a lot of the stuff that they put in yeah like frontier as and we've mentioned this when we're talking about frontier is that frontier has a lot of decent ideas that just they put so many ideas in and don't really go anywhere with those ideas it's like how zero two had too many ideas and not sure what to do with them you know what frontier is what frontier is like a recipe and all the ingredients are there but they didn't do any cooking and they didn't they they didn't dice the the potatoes or whatever no they did but like they just put all the ingredients in together and they just there it is there they are yeah, there's, there's a cup of... Like, imagine it's a cake, right? And they like I put two eggs and some flour and some sugar in the a eggs, bowl. The eggs aren't broken. They're just there. Yeah, no, it's not even broken. It's, no, like, the, 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 it's in the carton. They just put like, okay, this carton has two eggs in it. 
Pop. Yeah, and they put all that in a bowl, and they go, "That's a cake, right?" And you're like, "You didn't do any of no, the that, cooking that, that's part." That's a good of metaphor. It. But that's, like, all the ingredients are there. It's, but it's not a cake. You didn't do it. But there's villains and there's heroes and there's trains and there's a backstory. And it's like, but how did any of them interact? I don't know. Mm. Did mm. you taste it? I'm not watching my own show. <laughs> and that's that's Frontier. I'm gonna go to sleep now. Okay. Well, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.